from a friend of yours named Vanessa Bet. She said she told her a fantasy that got her all wet. Something about a little box with a mirror and a tongue inside. What she told me then got me so hot I knew that we could slide. Get up. 23 positions in a one night stand. Get up. I'll only call you after if you say I can. Get up. Here I am. Here I am. Show you, baby, I'm a talented boy. Everybody, grab a party, pump it like you want somebody. Get up. So here we are, so here we are, so here we are, here we are, my paisley crib. What you want to eat? Ribs. I'm a toy, I don't serve ribs. You better be happy, that dress is still on. I heard the rip when you sat down. <laughs> Honey, them hips is gone, but that's alright, I clock them that way. Mind me of something James used to say. Mother for me, now move your big ass round this way so I can work on that zipper, baby. Tonight, you're a star.
Tonight, a story so disturbing, we want to warn our viewers, make sure the kids are in bed or out of the room. It involves a disgusting act with a beloved character from Sesame Street. A home inspector caught on a nanny cam, pleasuring himself with a stuffed toy while on the job. Now, now I have never been a home inspector. No, you cannot lay that one on me. I may have posed as a home inspector, but hey, you know, that Elmo doll was pretty fucking sexy. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I hope that you're doing good this morning. I know that it's a wet and wild morning. I'll cover that here in just a second out in California. Mm. Sunny and pleasant here in the Metroplex. I think it's going to be a high of about 75 today. Kind of one of those postcard-type days. Yeah, you know, one of these city hall-type days. This is the kind of day that you, you cut a ribbon somewhere here in Texas. But I, I understand, and I'm not rubbing that in, in the fact that you're going through more storms and more rain and more crap like that. I promise. I promise I'm not telling you about how beautiful the weather is here. Uh, let's uh, say some good mornings, shall we, before I take it too far. Battleborn in Nebraska says, happy Tuesday morning, ass family. Well, happy Tuesday morning to you too, my friend. I hope that you're well. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. The good Darren Brett says, good morning, ass family. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, raining in sack. <coughs> We're headed up the mountain. Our buddy needs help shoveling snow at his second home in Truckee. It's a little late. Might be frozen, and hopefully the barn roof hasn't collapsed. We'll see. Well, hopefully. Uh, I, I mean, 
You, you, you're just driving in the atmospheric river, that's all. I took a dump at work. Oh, early. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and Good morning. She says, good morning, ass fam. I'm early because I was able to talk my charge nurse into letting me off early since it's my Friday and I only have two patients and my pod mate had two patients also, so she just took over mine. This means extra sleep for Alicia. Well, very, very good. I like hearing that. And holy fuck, she continues, this rain and it's really weird driving home in the dark and driving to work in the sunlight. Stupid daylight save its time. Yeah, Stupid daylight savings time. Oklahoma. There you go. Good morning, arrives. Happy Tuesday to you. I hope that you are doing well on your spring break. Oh my lucky. The one, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. This guy may be like the dumbest person on the face of the earth. I mean, uh, I'm just guessing. uh, uh, No, I'm not, but I I appreciate you saying that. I I hope that your day gets better and you have a spectacular day. Uh, (laughs) um, Well, Lottie Frick! Great Fire says, good morning, all. Atmospheric rivers are the look at me at, of storms. Oh, look at me. I'm special. I need a name. Back in my day, they were just called fucking storms. Amen to that. Uh, then Cowboys Girl goes to explain it. Uh, ahoy. Uh, arrives heading through the Metroplex today. So glad for the good weather. Well, very, very good. Um, lots and lots to get to. Let's start with the atmosphere. I'm sorry. I uh, right, let me let me do this like the news people probably would. The atmospheric river team coverage. You know, there's somebody up on the mountain right now watching the snow. Somebody's out in Placerville looking at all the water and all the flooding and all that kind of stuff. I know how it goes. Extreme weather continues to bombard California. As a new storm threatens another onslaught of rain, snow, and winds. What are winds? You left the D out, Daily Mail. Winds today as an atmospheric river that caused major flooding moves east. The new storm is not expected to bring as much rain, but forecasters warn that the considerable flooding that could occur at lower elevations from additional rain and creeks and streams swollen with snow melt. This is this is what I love the most about weather, and especially the state of California and Nevada. You're 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 ranked into this too. This is my favorite thing. Is when we hear all these terrible stories about the weather, okay? And, and, yes, it's bad. I, I don't want anybody's house to get flooded. I think that's terrible. I don't want anybody's roof to con- concave, but it happens, okay? What I love is the six months leading up to this storm. Stack our hap to you as well. 
the six months leading up, talking about how much of a drought we're in. They keep showing pictures of, at least this is the way it used to always be. I don't know if they've changed it. But they used to show pictures of how the lakes were all down. Folsom Lake has zero water in it. I love it. It's my favorite thing. And then when we get the storm of the century, and it rains, and it causes this kind of stuff, where the lakes are going to be refilled. Now, granted, granted, my, my, my extra super favorite part is the last part of this. The lakes are going to get filled. The weather's bad. Look, look, I would be miserable if I was there right now. I'm just going to tell you the truth. I hate the fucking rain. Snow is the devil. It's the worst thing ever. Give me a 85 degrees and up, I'm happy. Sunny and 85 and up, good to go. Happy as a clam. I don't know how happy clams are, but I know I'd be a happy clam. Derek, good morning to you, my friend, on this fine Tuesday. It's time for Wimpy to pay up. Stackar says, good morning, all. How uh, Free agency going for the Cowboys. Also drove back from Bakersfield Sunday. A lot of almond fields flooded and damaged in Central Cali. Wait for those prices to go up. House of Pain says, I can think of a few people in California who wouldn't mind if their homes flooded or roofs were caved in. Uh, the Cali idiots uh, will let too much water out of the lakes and claim they're still in a drought. Well, triple T, triple T, God damn it, you got ahead of me. You got ahead of my super-duper favorite part. See, because <laughs> remember the last uh, storm y'all got just a couple months ago? Remember how bad it was just a couple months ago? And, and your leader of, of California, Captain Stupid himself, Gavin Newsom, the most crooked governor ever in the history of time. Uh, v. Coop says Newsom is probably angry that something other than him is ruining California. Um, he came out last storm and said, oh, this will not help our drought. We're still in a drought. Ogre buenos dias, amigo. Now you got this storm and then another storm. You're, you're, you're paying for all this. And, and I want to know, how can you be in a drought? Oh, that's right, because you don't do anything with this flood water. Like, you don't try to retain it and hold it and clean it and do all that kind of stuff that, that, that all these filtration systems do. You just let it go. And that's why you'll still be, and by the way, by the way, I believe that you'll probably still be in a drought because he's probably taking that water and selling it to other states. Hell, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I do not understand how California is in a fucking drought. You sit right next to one of the biggest oceans in the fucking world. Desalinate the water. That's my favorite part. Is, oh, this is not going to help with the drought. As I'm looking at a picture of Kern River, in, in I don't know where the hell that is, but the river is flowing and people's houses are fucking... T- People whose houses are flooded do not want to hear, this isn't going to help the, dr- the, the drought. That's the last thing that those people want to hear. The first thing they want to hear is, I'm your governor and we're here to help. But you ain't going to hear that. You're going to hear him bitch and moan. And you're going to hear people bitch and moan. My favorite with, with, the, with the, the Nevada side are the people that have the and I know most of the resorts are on the California side, but there's still some on the Nevada side. Oh, there's too much snow. What, what, what the fuck is too much snow? 
Too much snow. We can't open the ski resort. There's too much snow. Huh? That just don't make no sense to me. Now, it, it, it could be a thing, and, and you could explain it to me, and I'll just have it go in one ear and out the other because I don't need to know that. It just sounds stupid. Well, there's too much snow to have a ski resort. Huh? Too much? I mean, I understand the years where there's not enough snow to have a ski resort. I totally get that. People don't want to be skiing on rocks. But it's the weather. And, yes, I bitch about the weather. I hate the weather. And there's one thing that, that, and somebody will always say it to me, and it fucking, it's a kick to the nuts. But it's, there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. You can prepare. You can, you can get the sandbags, do things like that. But there's nothing you can do about this. And, I'm, and it sucks. It's horrible that you have to go through this. But I'm telling you right now, a lot of these problems wouldn't happen up in the mountains if they clean. And by the way, this is, you remember when, when Donald Trump got so fucking hammered for saying rake the forest? And, and people thought that they were going to take actual rakes out there, but that is actually what it's called, raking the forest. When you clean up all the dead trees from fires that have been burned there before. All this is is Mother Nature raking the forest. She's getting rid of all that shit because mankind won't. Uh, east of Bakersfield by Porterville, okay. Uh, by Tulare, some of those small outlets south of Fresno, all right. Look, I understand it's real, and I'm not taking it lightly. I'm just saying it's weather, and you'll have to brace for it. By the way, these are the these are the winners you're going to start getting, and these are the weather winners that used to be in California. I remember when I first moved to California in nineteen or nineteen ninety nine. I remember that that October through May. It, all it did was fucking rain. That's all it did. It's like combing the desert. Yeah, exactly. All it did. And it was that way for about six years. Every fucking winter, all it did was rain. I had a hard time going up and seeing my dad a few times because of the weather in the mountains. And it's weather. It, look, look, it's a pain in the ass. But here's the thing. Y'all are all going to survive it. Everybody's going to come through it. It sucks right now, and in two weeks, it'll all be gone. And nobody will be talking about it except the people that did lose their shit. So there you go. All right? Okay, good. Uh, I will keep an eye on this to make sure that you guys don't get too waterlogged. Um, Where do we start? Let's start with this fantastic story here. Oh, I, I, I mean, we, we need right, the right music for this. Uh, let's see where it is. Oh, there it is. The Treasury Department has finally handed over records of Joe Biden's family banking to the Republicans that will reveal Joe's associate got $3 million dollars from a Chinese energy company two months after he left his VP and family members received thousands. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Now, 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 I don't think any of that is legal. Golly. Uh, I, 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 I mean, 
I, I have to say that the only thing I can say about that is actually, duh. Oversight Chairman James Comer revealed that uh, received a suspicious activity reports from the Biden accounts, including a $3 million payment to Biden Associate from a Chinese company. Treasury only turned over the materials after threats of transcribed interview with the department official. Well, there you go. Oh, that is fantastic. Oh, boy. Now we got to see. This is the best part of watching it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the absolute best part of watching this. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Yeah, Ogre, you're right. Um, Jesus. Um, I can't wait to see Hunter sell his dad out. Because that's what's going to happen. See, and here's the thing. Joe's old school. Joe's old school, and he's going to keep his mouth shut. That's one thing I'll give Joe Biden. Joe Biden knows every secret there is to know in this country. He's been in. He's been a, a leader of this country, oh, quote unquote leader. I shouldn't say a leader. He was just an elected official for the last fifty fucking years. He knows all about Area Fifty One. He knows that Elvis is still alive. He knows who shot JFK. He probably had lunch with him. And he's going to take everything to his grave because that's the way old schoolers do it. Hunter Biden is a crack addict. All the federal government is going to have to do is put a rock in front of him and say, Hunter, this is all yours. Get you a big old five-pound crack rock and set that in front of Hunter and say, this can all be yours. If you tell the truth about your daddy. And I'm just going to tell you this right now. Hunter is going to sing like Aretha Franklin offending transgenders. Transgenders. That's going fast there, sorry. Some interviewer needs to fork out $10 million to Hunter to spill on camera. Oh, th- this is all you got to do. Look, look, I-, I don't care if Hunter Biden goes to jail. <laughs> Biden was in office when Lincoln got shot, yeah. He's forgotten more than we'll ever know, and that's a lot. All you get there, there's there's two words that can get Hunter Biden to flip on his dad. Number one is crack, and number two, and I'd be willing to offer this. Oh God, yes, immunity, immunity. Hunter, we want you to roll over on your daddy. And we will, we, will, we will put you in witness relocation. That way Hillary's people can't get to you. And we'll actually put a crack farm in your backyard. <laughs> hey, uh, we ain't got to pay him. We just got to put a crack farm back there. He'll OD on crack sooner than, than, than ever. I don't care about Hunter Biden going to jail. I don't. Hunter Biden's the weak link, and I'm I'm oh oh, oh uh, what's this whiff? I'm getting I'm getting in a romance. I'm getting a, oh boy. I tell you what, federal prosecutors and federal officials need to have watch on Hunter Biden twenty four seven. Cause I'm afraid he might get Epsteined. Well, uh, lo and behold, this just out. Uh, Hunter Biden found shot 52 times, and hung himself. 
we will determine that this is a suicide. And they've done it before. They just did not 52 times. The guy got shot through the abdomen. He got or shot through the chest, and then they found him hanging. This was a Clinton associate in Arkansas just, what, a month or two ago? And they found another couple since then. Hunter, you are on a list, pal. If I were you, I would do whatever the Republicans tell you to do. That's the only way you're going to be safe. And if anybody outside the Republican Party offers you crack, turn it down. Because that crack is bad. That crack is whack. And I think maybe that will be the, the straw that breaks Joe Biden's back. Is it if something does happen to Hunter, I think he steps down as president. So no matter what, I, I, he'll step down as president, but he'll no longer be worried about going to prison or anything like that. And Kamala be probably off the hook for going to prison because she's too stupid. Nancy Pelosi, she's going to be a part of it. Chuck Schumer as well. All these these top-tier Democrats that have been around for a while. The best thing that could happen to them is something bad happening to Hunter Biden. Because then it all kind of gets swashed because we have to all have to endure the, oh, there's no sadder tragedy. And I do believe that this is true for a lot of people. I don't feel this way for the Bidens. And you can call me a heartless bastard. I don't care. Um, but there's no sadder tragedy than a parent burying their child. And I wish that on no one except Joe Biden. And I don't even wish that on Joe Biden for the fact of the matter is, if he has to go through that, sympathy's on his side, they'll let him walk away. And that will be his ultimate price that he pays to stay out of jail and to not be a, a disgraced president. Breaking news, Hunter Biden found dead of a drug overdose at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, no shit. With underage girls on their way to Epstein Island with Donald Trump. Now, um, that that's a, that is a big story. Not the biggest story. We still got to talk about this fucking bank collapse. A lot of people, a lot of smart people. A lot of really, really educated financially people, none of those people would be me, say that the uh, Silicon Valley bank collapse is only the tip of the iceberg thanks to Biden's spending policies. That's what a lot of economists are warning. The guy who wrote it read a, wrote a book that, that used to be one of the most phenomenal books out there, and people have written better books since then. But this was the, the, the Bible for a while was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's an investment book. And even that guy's saying, oh, yeah, yeah, the bad shit's fixing to happen, y'all. Hold on a second. Let me get that dude's name. Um, he's some Chinese fella. Uh, Credit Susie. Uh, Credit Susie shares. Um, what's this fella's name? Uh, last night, Robert uh, Kioski, an inventor, investor and author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, who accurately predicted the 2008 fall of Lehman Brothers, warned during an appearance on Fox Business that the problem is the bond market and that Credit Suisse, the eighth largest investment bank in the world, was most vulnerable. 
my prediction I called Lehman Brothers years ago. So uh, these people are calling it left and right. And it, due to Biden spending policies and bonds and things like that, this is, this is one reason why I'm glad I'm not really, really rich. And I ain't got to worry about problems like this. Now, I know that these problems will come down and they will avoid, reg- or they will, you know, nail regular people. Sure, Hunter Biden once cracked like a 14-year-older. Uh, Martin Yan from Yan Can Cook. I don't think that's it. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Steve Moore, this is The Economist, says, I agree with the president that we don't have an overall banking crisis. That, that when Biden tells you that, that was, our, that was our next story, was Joe Biden came out and said, no, our banking system's in place. That should be the biggest red flag that's out there. When, when Joe Biden comes out and says, hey, there is nothing wrong with our banking system. Everything is fine. That should go off in your head. safe. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal, Joe Biden says. I mean, if we can't trust Joe Biden, who can we trust? The bottom line is this. Americans can rest assured that our banking system is safe. Your deposits are safe. Let me also assure you, we will not stop at this. We'll do whatever is needed. This after uh, right before he left for California. Uh, I, I don't know if he's on vacation again or if he's visiting the, the flood-torn areas to deem them natural disaster areas, something he didn't do to Ohio. But, hey, that's okay. Ohio didn't vote for him. California did. So let's go and throw some money that way. Um, I don't know enough about all this banking stuff, and I'm sorry. I'm not educated on it. I, I just find it very, very... Something doesn't add up to me. And what doesn't add up to me is that the day before the bank was shut down by the SEC, not, 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 not Alabama football, no, the Security Exchange Commission, not the Southeastern Conference. I know, I, I, I confuse people there. Uh, Security Exchange Commission shut it down. But the day before, all the executives and bigwigs at the bank got paid their bonuses. The big wigs at the bank pretty much knew this was going to happen the next day, yet they still got their bonuses. And allegedly, all the people that have deposits in there, you're guaranteed up to $250,000. It used to be $100,000, but they've, FDIC has increased it now. If you have more than $250,000, if you have two, up to $250,000, it's insured. You'll get your money back. Anything over that, though, you're lost. Well, they're saying that due to the liquidation of Silicon Valley Bank, all their investors are going to get all their money. Now, Silicon Valley Bank must have some pretty big investments and and property and land and things like that because they're going to be paying off billions of dollars. I mean, think about the people that have their – I know that the Markles had their shit in there. That's anywhere between 50 and $100 million they had in that bank. Do you have like a, a skeleton, a full skeleton of a T-Rex or something that they're, they're, they're auctioning off? 
Uh, SVB was my works bank. Supposedly, we moved 90% of the money out and expect to recoup the rest. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Red and White. So the the Silicon Valley bank collapse, president's talking about it, which means that can't be good. That just can't be good. I don't want him in charge of anything. Come on now. He's not a good person. You want to know why he's not a good person? I'm going to tell you why Joe Biden's not a good person. You remember about a month and a half ago, he came out and said he wanted to take your gas burners. He wanted to take your gas stoves. Well, guess what? Joe Biden and his Department of Energy has proposed new efficiency standards for washing machines that will require all new appliances to use considerably less water, all in an effort to confront the global climate crisis. Wow, I want to say we had like $300 million in cash reserves. Holy shit. Well, I can't wait to see what this bank does. Leading industry corporations have voiced their opinion on the rule, claiming mandates force manufacturers reduce cleaning performance to ensure their machines comply. Now, I don't know about you. I spend a lot of money on my clothes. I don't spend a lot of money, but I have a lot of clothes. And the one thing that my mama taught me a long, long, long time ago, and I've been washing my clothes since I was 11, um, and I still, to this day, wash all my clothes. People want to know how I keep my T-shirts so long. Why? Because I take care of them. I wash them regularly, and I hang dry all my T-shirts. I take care of them. That's how. By washing them. By not letting them get dirty. And now you want to have less water in there, so that means more loads. Let, 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 me, let me combat you, President Biden, real quick. So you're going to force manufacturers to make these fucking washing machines shitty now. So instead of us putting in large loads, we'll just do smaller loads and do more of them. And we'll end up using the same, if not more, water. Ta-da! I am so sick and tired of this bullshit. I, I, I really, really am. There's a couple stories out there right now about the environment. I've had this one since last week. There's 4.9 million tons of crap floating in the oceans. Experts warn as they call for immediate action on a global scale. Not smaller loads, but more efficient washing machines. They already exist. Uh, the way they funnel in and use water are more efficient. Well, he wants even le- he wants even more efficiency. That today's current washers are not good enough. He wants them to take less water. So, this is the problem I have. And, and I have a huge problem here. 4.9 million tons of plastic are floating in our oceans. And I think that is awful. That is terrible. The ocean is not a garbage can. Now, I would love, absolutely love, to get some of this trash. 
and to see the labels that are on this trash, if the labels survived. Because I'm going to bet that I will not be able to read a lot of these bottles. Not because of the decay or the horribleness of them through the water. No, instead, I won't be able to read them because I don't understand that language. Of the top 100 cities, most polluted cities in the world, America doesn't have one. Not one. Now, I'm not saying that America is not responsible for part of the plastic problem of the ocean. Oh, absolutely it is. We're responsible for one ten thousandth of it. So for every 10,000 pieces of trash you see it, they, that they show in a picture of the, the, the floating plastic island, one out of every 10,000 pieces belongs to America. Now, they've got 4.9 million tons. Okay, that's a lot. That's a lot from America. But it's not up to us. We can do our part to help. We can do our part to, to lend a hand. But I'm sorry, when we're responsible for one ten thousandth of it, once again, why is that our job? Why is the climate problem our job in this country? There are two countries that have, what, six times, if you combine them, they have six times as many people as live here, and yet we're the ones responsible for the climate? And I'm talking about India and China. You know, a couple cities that really don't pay a lot of attention to the climate. They really don't care about the climate. But we're responsible for it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll, we'll take care of it. And we'll send the rest of the world a bill. How about this? We send you a, a bill for, I don't know, $31 trillion. That's what it'll cost us to clean up that. Th- well, you know what? Let's make it even $33 trillion. That way we'll have a, a $2 trillion surplus then as Americans. That way we can pay down our debt, say fuck you to China, and then do what we want to do. How about that? Now, there's another thing that's also happening, along with these 4.9 billion or million tons of shit. Um, right now, it's approaching Florida, and if I know Floridians, and I, I think I do, they're going to make this fucking go away. For the fourth consecutive year, a massive sar- sargassum flower is moving across the Atlantic. Uh, a research study teacher at Florida Athletic Univer- Atlantic University says that this, uh, this giant seaweed swarm can be seen from space and it's approaching Florida. The 5,000-mile-wide seaweed flower originating in the Sargasm Sea area of the northern Atlantic is large enough to be seen from space heading towards Florida's Gulf Coast. Marine scientists say it could be the largest one on record. So it's just seaweed that's floating there. So this is all natural shit. So Florida Floridians will find a way to get high on this. That uh, that's what I think will happen. Is it some somebody from Florida is wash up on shore? They're going to be like, can we smoke it? They dry it out and they try to smoke it. Doesn't get them high. They they try to snort it. Doesn't get them high. They try to inject it. Doesn't get them high. They're just going to fucking burn it all then. 
That's all that's going to happen. But this is happening as well. So there you go. If you want to be worried about something, be worried about the giant seaweed that's taking over Florida. Sounds like a good movie to me. The giant seaweed taking over. Now, back to Captain Dipshit Joe Biden again. Um, oh, boy. And you know what? We kind of knew this was going to happen. I love how this is written. Massive oil project, you know, that new the, the drilling that Joe Biden has said he will allow to happen in Alaska now. The massive oil project has sparked civil war within the Biden administration. I just have to say, um, thank you, thank you, yes. Um, The approval process for a massive Alaskan oil drilling project sparked intense disagreements within the administration. That culminated with a tactful media leak late last week, according to two senators. I think it's great. I I think it's wonderful that he has just looked. I mean, he's turned at the environmentalist and said, well, fuck you. We need oil. Uh, Can we grind this into basalts? I'm sure that they're going to try. Floridians will ingest this somehow. Arnie, you're so beyond right about the environment. None of these environmental activists ever mentioned China or India in the discussion about pollution. China alone pollutes more than the rest of the world combined. Well, China, India is in there, too, and so is Pakistan. The, 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 literally, I'm, I'm not kidding, Chris, for the 100 top cities are all within India, Pakistan, and China. The, the 100 worst cities polluting-wise. Now, I am not saying that we shouldn't do any. I am not an environmentalist. I am not. I understand that there are people that care about the environment, and I respect that. But the truth of the matter is, when when we go out of our way, I would I would reckon to say that of all incorporated countries. We're probably one of the greatest when it comes to dealing with the environment. And I'm sure the environmentalists are fucking laughing at me and saying, no, there's no way we can be. Well, I I find it as a personal victory that there are no cities in America that are within the top 100 most polluted cities in the world. I have been, I I remember as a kid, my dad taught me about this, and and maybe this is why I I do it. And by the way, you're going to get a lot of dad references this week, just letting you know. Doing a little bit better today. Uh, Yesterday I had a tough day. This is the week, you know, Thursday's the day. And um, I miss him so much. But the thing is that we started um, recycling newspapers in elementary school. We're talking uh, 70s? Yeah. I, I lived in the 1900s. I was around in the 70s. I can tell you about 1976. But it was about 1977, 78, first or second grade, one of those two, somewhere in there, um, that we started the, these, and my dad didn't want to have any part of it because it was just a pain in the ass to collect all the newspapers and then take them to school. And I remember kids used to yell at me because I didn't help with that. And I was like, well, my parents don't want to do it. I can't do anything. 
And it started from an early age. And once again, this is one of the first big industries that people made was the whole recycling industry. And it's never going to go anywhere. I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson, all the smartest men in the world can come out tomorrow and say, look, global warming's not real. Climate change has been happening for millions of years, which it has been. I mean, Scotland used to be a tropical place. That's all I need to say. And yes, I know that was like eight, 900 years ago, but still, it was a tropical place, maybe even longer than that. Um, and we've created this industry. There's lots of jobs in this industry. There's lots of work to be done. It's good. I have, look, if y'all want to do that stuff, go ahead. I, I, I have zero problem with it. But when you start reining in and, and changing things like gas-burning ovens, and now you're going you're gonna to make even more less water-using laundry uh, machines. How come we're—this uh, is the way it feels. It feels like America is being punished by getting crappier stuff because of the rest of the world. I don't like that. If I get punished for something, I want to know that I did it. Like today, I'm going to be punishing the male people because I got an email on my phone this morning. It said early delivery notice. I'm waiting on, but I, I'm, I'm changing the, the entry walls, and I didn't want to do one poster and then wait for the other one. I want to do them both at the same time. And I got one poster last week, and I'm waiting on my new poster. And says it was dropped off at unit at 5.41 a.m. Well, I fucking teared his front door. Ain't no damn poster there. If it's in the mailbox and it's all folded up, that shit's getting sent back. But I, I, I'm, I'm going to have a word with the post office because they keep fucking up. You see, they keep doing wrong, so I have to call them out on it. Americans are not doing wrong. Americans go out of their way. They do recycle. Uh, Americans are forced to do a lot of these things now. And even sometimes you're not forced. They just do it for you. When you throw your trash in the bin, there are some places that will recycle your trash for you. Why? Because it's a paying job. Okay, that's great. But stop punishing us with, with crappier products because the rest of the world is a bunch of dick smokers. Climate change hasn't happened until America started polluting. It's our fault. <laughs> uh, I've never had a global warming uh, cultist sufficiently explain how the ice age happened and melted. Look, the, the whole thing is this: it, it's an industry, and there are a lot of people. And there are a lot of people. You know how some people tie themselves to sports teams, like me. I'm a Texas Longhorn and Dallas Cowboy guy and Texas Ranger guy until I die, or they move. Okay, I associate with them. Now, I'm a little bit more mainstream, and I associate with more mainstream things. There's some people that, that love fucking climate change shit. And they, they, their lives are dedicated to this. And I say good for them. Honestly, I, I, I'm not making fun of them. I'll make fun of them, sure, but not right now. I'm trying to say 
I understand what it's all about. I get it. It is a multi-billion dollar industry worldwide. The whole recycle, all this bullshit. I mean, I mean, we could go down the road and tell the story of how recycling plastic is worse than actually using plastic, but that's, you know, that maybe they've cleaned that up because that used to be a big problem. Recycling glass is fucking horrid for the environment, but maybe they've cleaned that up. Well, I doubt it, but to me, it's all this. It's once again how some people associate themselves. They say, this is my cause. This is what I'm all about. Okay. More power to you. Just don't take away my good washing machine. Don't take away my gas stoves. Don't take this shit away from me. Don't take my oil from me. You have every right to put every fucking solar panel up in the world on your house. That's great. Good for you. Can't wait to see what you're going to do when those solar panels fucking go bad. And they all go bad after about 20 years. Just going to replace them? Because that's going to cost you. And where are those going to go? Can you recycle those? I don't know. Why? Because I don't look into it because I don't care enough about it. But if that's what you want to do, you should do the research. You should look into it. You should see what it's about. Rather than just willy-nilly saying, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go put some solar things on my roof. You need to do your research. Because you want to look good in the neighborhood. Is that why you're doing it? There's a lot of people that do that, and you can't deny that. There are a lot of people that think they're going to save thousands and thousands of dollars, and I hope they do. And I hope you put all that back to when you have them come and take those panels off and put new ones on. It's all an industry, and I get it. I get it. So stop punishing everybody. Stop punishing us for fucking China being a bunch of dickholes. India just being dirty because they don't know any better and they got too many goddamn people around them. By the way, one of my jokes today, um, what do you call the dating website in India? Connect the dots. That was a V Coop one. That was a good one. And then my other one was, what is Ellen DeGeneres' favorite weapon? Finger guns. I can hear y'all laughing right now. I hear it. Um, all right, let's see. What else we got here? <sighs> okay, we'll do that one last. Researchers. Oh, here we go. Now, now uh, this is also in this. Th- th- this is my favorite when it comes to the environment. Environmentalists, they hate cows because cows produce methane, and methane hates the ozone layer. Well, we've got a new animal to hate. Uh, wifey and I bought a house that had 40 panels on it. Never have a bill except for the connection fees they charge. Good. Hey, more power to you. Researchers are saying that a leading cause of climate change, th- th- this, this astounds me, a leading cause of climate change and that the species should be balanced suggesting they are one of the biggest potential single sources of carbon emissions from the wooded parts of Norway. I am talking about the dreaded and hated 
Moose. Sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. Moose tend to eat birch and young saplings and clear out forest, and act researchers claim is where the ung- ungulates gobble up possible carbon storage in trees. It was really a surprise to see how much moose can influence vegetation growth, the carbon cycle, and the climate change. The study also claimed that moose were not only bad for the climate, but aided the forest industry. Oh, my God. So uh, we, we need to balance them out. We all get to go on a big old moose hunt in Norway. Now, if they're moose or anything like they're men, like Vikings, boy, we're fucked. You're going to need that 50 caliber Gatling gun to shoot one of them motherfuckers. Moose is not the first animal uh, on climate activists labeled potential threat. California, or Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez linked farting cows to causing the change. She suggested in 2019, we shouldn't be eating a hamburger for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in her effort to reduce carbon emissions coming from cows. Um, um, real quick, just because you are a leader of the country, you can't tell me what to fucking eat, bitch. I can eat a hamburger anytime I want to. You know why? Because I'm a fucking American. You tell me not to eat a breakfast. You tell me not to eat a burger for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Guess what? That's all I'm going to do from now on. Fucking hey, I am going to single-handedly fucking reinvent the cattle industry, and I'm going to eat so much meat it causes mercury to fail. Ken Dog, I know that you're going to have a fan in Ogre right now. He says, fuck, we're stupid people. Send the asteroid, please. Does Ellen's fingers still smell like Anne Heche? Uh, fuck, we're stupid. Uh, send the asteroid. Fucking hey, I've been looking into a Norway moose hunt. We have set a goal to get net zero rather than zero emissions in 10 years because we aren't sure we'll be able to fully get rid of farting cows and airplanes that fast. Well, you're not going to get rid of airplanes. You know, the private ones like you take, you, 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 you mouthy coont. Hey, you, you know what? Hey, um, just real quick. Uh, AOC. You need to stop being such a cunt. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, we're going to blame cows and now moose for the climate change problem. Okay. All right, then here we do. This is what we do. Outside of India, because India, they, they look at cows as their gods. Um, let's kill every cow in the world. I, I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm quite all right with it. Let's kill them all. Let, let, let's never birth another cow, so we're going to put millions of people out of work, millions of cattle ranchers that feed this world. We're going to put them out of work, but fuck them because they don't matter anyway, right? So let's kill all the cows, and then we'll kill all the moose, especially those ones in northern Norway. How is there a northern Norway? I thought that was about as north as you could get. We'll kill all the moose, too. And you know what? I am betting. 
I am betting and I am smelling that we'll still have a climate problem. I keep lobbying the universe to engage in the asteroid <laughs> renovation project for years, but the bureaucracy is more interested in climate change and stupidity to fix the problem more slowly. Yeah. Oh, look, that asteroid. Oh. I'll be, I, I, will take a, I will take a chair out front and watch that asteroid hit. Oh, I'll have a big old dip of tobacco in my mouth knowing that death is right around my corner. I'll probably have a bottle of Jack Daniels in my lap because, hey, if it's over, I'm going to go out swinging, baby. Yeah, and by the way, if I hear that there's a there, there's a, a an asteroid that's fixing to hit Earth and it's going to wipe everybody out, first place I'm going is about a half mile away. I'm going down to CVS, and I am going to knock out every pharmacist there, and I'm going to take the, the strongest pills and a bottle of Jack Daniels Sit on my front porch, put a dip in, and watch the end of the world while eating a steak. And you know what will happen? This is what will happen. The asteroid will hit probably close to northern Norway, and a fucking moose will stop it. That moose is going to look at that asteroid and say, Sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. And the asteroid's just going to turn around and go the other way. And then I'm going to be wanted on several fucking felony charges as then I try to OD in my front yard. Cows and moose. That's what's killing our environment. Boy, I, I got to tell you, if you're, on the, if you're on that side of the fence... You are never coming over to my side, and and I don't want you on my side. I'm taking it my AR and shooting the asteroid for target practice just for the fuck of it. Um, yesterday, thanks to assholes, God, I, I this is why I hate. I love America, but I hate our country. Say fulo, say pav, a citizen of Uzbekistan sister city to Shittistan, who admitted to the FBI that he carried out an attack on behalf of ISIS on October 31st, 2017, by renting a, uh, a truck from Home Depot and then driving on the streets of New York City. New York City! Not appropriate, but I'll let it go. And killed eight people, ran them over, and wounded another 11 people. He was found guilty, and in the sentencing process, he he was found guilty because he pretty much admitted to it. Found guilty, and then the sentencing process happened, and he was either going to get life in prison, or he was going to get the death penalty, and in New York, getting the death penalty is... Something they don't hand out very often. But I would think that if a guy if a guy admitted to carrying out a terroristic threat, a terroristic threat, you know, like 9-11, that you wouldn't have the jury full of stupid people. Because the jury failed to reach a unanimous verdict, which is needed to get the death penalty. Now this quote-unquote man 
will spend the rest of his life in a prison getting three meals a day, watching cable television, and enjoying air conditioning. Because they couldn't agree that the death penalty was right for this guy. Nine men, three women deliberated for nine hours over two days, informing the judge Monday they could not reach a unanimous decision. Thank God I wasn't a part of that jury. Because the first person that stands up and says, uh, life in prison, I'm going to slap the taste out of their fucking mama's mouth. Be like, wait, wait a second. He knowingly, this is premeditated. This is the definition of premeditated. He went to Home Depot. Probably because Lowe's was too expensive. And he went to Home Depot and he rented a truck and he planned on murdering innocent Americans. Well, he he deserves life. No, he deserves to die. I don't know if this is legal or not, but if anybody gets him in the same penitentiary, you just let me know what your commissary number is if you handle his business. Boy, I'll get you all the honey buns you can eat. You you want some flaming hot Cheetos too? I can take care of that. His defense attorney, David Patton, argued that meeting death with more death is not the answer. Huh? Well, he, he just, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second here. The lawyer for a jihadist terrorist said that meeting death with more death is not the answer. Did did his client look at him and go, hey, you just besmirched my entire religious belief system? He will be sentenced to one of the most isolated, solitary facilities in America in Florence, Colorado. I don't want him there. No, 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 no. No, 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 that, 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 that. I don't want him there. Hmm. I don't want him in Leavenworth. You know where I want this motherfucker? I want this motherfucker in San Quentin. I, I, I want this motherfucker in Sing Sing. I want this guy. How about we send him to a Florida prison? Let's put him in the Ted Bundy prison. And you know what? Hey, we got some openings down in Huntsville. The prison in Huntsville, they have a little sign up there. At least they should. We kill more than cancer. For the love of God, this guy gets life in prison. You know what? They need to put him next to that guy who did the Captain Phillips thing. I'm the captain now. They need to put these two guys together and just saw them in half. I'm tired of taxpayers' dollars paying for those shit nooks. Uh, now I want to send him to Gitmo. I want, yep, at Gitmo, he'll be revered. I want him to go to Sing Sing, San Quentin, Huntsville. I want him to get ass raped like there's no tomorrow. I want him passed around like a dirty rag. Oh, the sodomy, well, the, the cause of death, sodomy. That's what I want to see. I actually agree with the defense lawyer. Death is not the answer. Agonizing, fucked up, medieval torture pain until he dies on his own accord. Crying and shitting himself is the answer. I, 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 you know what? 
You know what? Correct the mundo. Ogre, you're on fire this week. You're getting all the correct mundos. I'm just getting. <sighs> I mean, they took care of Jeffrey Dahmer. Why not take care of this fella? Fucking poor Americans in New York have had to live through the the trauma of 9-11. And then they're just out there walking, maybe making plans for Halloween they have that night with their kids, and they got fucking ran over by a terrorist just for being Americans. But death is not the right answer. It's a soft world. Soft world that we live in. I'm just telling you that now. I'd almost be willing to fucking commit a terrible atrocity so I can get sent to that Colorado jail just so I can kill this guy. I, I, I'm, I'm tired of our world. I, I'm so tired of it. And this is just embarrassing and, and shocking. I, you know, usually, Florida, I expect more of you, but... Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, yeah, we really do. In the uh, the area of Miami, at a city commission's meeting, this is what happens. I, I'm so embarrassed by this. And I don't even live in Florida. Okay, you see it in the cops. Guys taking off, cops catching him. All right. Fox Digital Originals. Let's see it. Come on. Uh, Sabino Covo, a Miami City official, in her first city commission meeting. And now, Commissioner Covo, would you lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance, please? A city commissioner does not know the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Invisible liberty and justice for all. I, I, I don't even know what to say. You, you, you don't know it? How in the fuck did you get elected? Kovo issued a statement after the video uh, on social media saying she was nervous. When you feel a responsibility is that important, nervousness is very normal, and I'm not afraid to admit that I was, she wrote. <laughs> you, you don't know, and by the way, she is a Democrat. I, I, like, I don't care about that. I, I, I don't care about that because there are probably plenty of Republicans that don't know it either. I think that one of the things is if you get elected to a public office, you should probably know the fucking Pledge of Allegiance. Longhorn Wiener Dad, good morning, my brother-ass family, 11 a.m. in the mountains, western North Carolina, and OU still sucks. Whitewash says, you got to be kidding me. Shake my head. Yeah, I'm not. 
I, I wish I was. And by the way, if I'm in that city council meeting, I'm like, boo! I can do it! Go ahead and take your damn seat, stupid. I, 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 I don't even know. Maybe she's Jehovah's Witness, kind of like how the Jackson 5 didn't know the national anthem. That's terrible. Jackson 5 didn't do that. <sighs> All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler as well. Oh, do we have an awesome story to start off next with. Oh, my God. I found this story, but it didn't have video, and then I found the video. Oh, it's going to be good. There's a tear in my beard because I'm crying for you, dear. You are on my lonely mind. Into these last few beers, I have shed a
Lying cold the way you left them But at least your lips caressed them While you packed And a lip print on a half-filled cup of coffee That you poured and didn't drink But at least you thought you wanted it And that's so much more than I can say for me It's been a good year for the roses Many blooms still linger there The lawn could stand another mowing Funny I don't even care When you turn to walk away And as the door behind you The only thing I know to say It's been a good year for the roses After three full years of marriage It's the first time that you haven't made the bed I guess the reason we're not talking There's so little left to say We haven't said And while a million thoughts go racing Through my mind I find I haven't Spoke a word And from the bedroom The familiar sound of our one baby's crying Goes unheard But what a good year for the roses Many blooms still linger there The lawn could stand another mowing Funny I don't even care And when you turn to walk away As the door behind you It's been a good year for the roses. Is uh, hang on a second. Yeah, hang on to this, buddy.
Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. Ah, let's see. Uh, Cowboys Girl says my man singing along. All right, glad the white yoke did that. Longhorn Wiener Dad Sue 2004-2005 were great years for the Roses. You goddamn right. Beating Michigan, beating USC. We should have beat Alabama in 2009, thanks to them cheating. We didn't. Then Christopher says, you haven't played that one before, Arnie. It's great. Oh, uh, the tear in my beer. And uh, Longhorn Wiener Dad says, Junior should have done an entire album with collab with Senior. Well, there is an album out there. And it's all three Hanks doing songs. Um, I know it's Hank Jr. doing a, a few of Hank Sr. songs. Hank Sr. doing some of the songs. And then Hank the Third doing some of Hank Sr. songs. And then they've collabed with, with Tear in My Beer and uh, Never Get Out of This World Alive. At that, that album is out there. Uh, you coming to Norman to see Dwight? No, no, no. I, I, last time I saw Dwight Yoakam was in Mesquite at the Mesquite Rodeo. Now, I do love cover songs. And there's one artist in particular that if he were to ever release a cover album, I think it would sell 58 billion copies. That's right, billion copies. And that, that artist is George Strait. Now, there, he, he's done a few, and, and, and I've stolen them like this one. I'm going to do a little boot scooting boom. I'll tell you this right now. If he were to release that, it would have been an even bigger hit. But he didn't release that one. Zach, good morning to you, my friend. Then uh, they, he got hammered for doing um, for doing this one, and I think he did a good job. Uh, now i got to find it. Um, well, this is a cover, but... Then he, he got hammered for this one. I got a feeling called the blues. Great job. An amazing job with this one. There's nothing better than Merle, but Earth. first thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing. Now, I've seen George 11 times in concert. He always does a tribute to Merle. I've seen him do one one time for Johnny Cash, which was fantastic. He did uh, Folsom Prison Blues. Phenomenal. Now, there's this one I've been looking for, and all I could ever find was a shitty recording from Chicago. He did this after Conway Twitty died, and I saw it in Sacramento when he did it. There's no... Conway Twitty's greatest song is Lying Here with Linda on My Mind. And this is George covering Thank you so much. We're going to do an old Conway Twitty song. I don't like this recording.
to get that a good recording of that. Holy shit. Oh, that was not a good recording. Damn it. It's not as bad as the old Chicago recording. I can't take that one, though. But man, oh man. If George Strait were to put out a fucking album of covers, good Lord Almighty. Yeah, they were holding up their cell phone, shooting the uh, video coverage of it there, yeah. Uh, maybe Paul Pelosi did some cover tunes, and that's why he got hammered. <laughs> Has George ever covered Elvis? Um, I don't think so. I saw him on stage. Uh, George Strait brought out Bruce Springsteen down in Austin earlier this year, which I was not happy about. But I don't think that he's ever covered Elvis. Maybe. Maybe he has. I, I'm not, I haven't heard any of it. I'll, I'll, let, let's see. Hold on a second here. Let's Google this. Um, George Straight Covering Elvis Amarillo by Morning No, no, no No No, nothing Oh, well, you know what? He has actually He did one song And this was on an album of his And it's not one of my favorite songs um, but it is the Milk Cow Blues, which, by the way, that, that's Aerosmith covering. I don't want Aerosmith to cover it. This is George Strait's version. And by the way, by the way, this is not an Elvis song. Elvis did it, but this is a, uh, this is a Bob Wills song. If Arn Anderson was a hairdo, he'd be Conway Twitty's coif. Yeah, uh, Arn Anderson, uh, his oldest son, uh, passed away recently, just a couple days ago. Um, his younger son, Brock, is still wrestling, but his older son uh, just passed away. I have already sent my condolences to the Anderson family. Sad news. Uh, all right, now back to the show. Uh, enough of this, you know, wanting to, to find great cover albums. Uh, I told you I have a story for you, and I have a story for you. Holy shit, is this awesome. I, I found this in my chair yesterday, and I was dying. Now, now, sadly, sadly, you have to wait till the end of this video, and it just goes off. But um, this happened in Ohio. Now, recently in Ohio, uh, a, 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 a cat, a big cat, that had cocaine in the system was just found. And they said it was somebody's pet. Now, I don't know about you, but I would not want to have, like, a cougar or something like that. I forget what kind of, like, cat it was, bobcat or something. You know, something that somebody shouldn't be owning and giving cocaine to. Well, I guess you're allowed to own all kind of weird shit in Ohio because this happened there. Deputies arrived in Circleville, Ohio, while a man was being rushed to the hospital after a zebra attack. I, I, I mean, seriously. A zebra attack? Who the fuck gets attacked by a fucking zebra in America? So, 
Police showed up, and according to the victim lying on the ground, um, the zebra bit his arm off. The, the the zebra went up to him and pretty much just just <laughs> rotted the shit out of his arm, bit his fucking arm off, and then deputies showed up. And deputies waiting around. This, this is their uh, this is their their body cam that they have. Come on, let's get to it. Fuck the advertisement. A white person? Yes, it was a white man that was bitten by a zebra. Okay, here we go. Here's the police are there. Oh, they got the shotguns out. There's a little zebra hanging out. Now they got to keep the zebra away from the guy. They do a good job for a while. This, this video is like two minutes long, so we're gonna fast forward to about a minute forty-three. Zebra's over there looking over its prey. It's getting close to the ambulance. Uh oh. Zebra spotted the police. Get back. Get back. Here comes the zebra. Paboom. You're not going to get it all right. They killed the zebra. That zebra started sniffing over towards the police, and police said, I'm going home tonight with all my appendages. Fuck you, zebra. Paboom. That's awesome. Nobody from Black Lives Matter has shown up yet because this is a zebra. Um, he went to Harambe Heaven. Again, dog says R.I.P. That zebra is half black. Of course, the cops shot it. Zebra lives matter. Let's riot. <laughs> They say male zebras are territorial. Their job is to get a hold of a group of females that wants to breed, and they become very protective. Um, the uh, zebra had already shown signs of aggression. Speaking with family members in the past, the zebra has been aggressive. I fully support what the officer did. He did what was best to protect the people of the scene there. Goddamn right, you don't want this fucking zebra to go on an arm-ripping-off tangent. Where's the WWF on this, right? They're watching one panda hit another panda in the head with a chair. Do you know how awesome that would be to be able to go home as a cop and say, I shot a fucking zebra today. By the way, does the cop get to keep the like the, like the head of it? I mean, taxidermy the shit out of that. It's a terrible joke yesterday I heard. What do taxidermists do? Stuff. Yeah, oh, ogre, I'm I'm with you. I look. Uh, I wanted some unedited footage. Well, let's see if I can find if I can find unedited footage. I'll fucking put that shit up here. Uh, unedited footage of zebra being shot. Uh, let's see, videos. Is this it? Let's see. Is Developing now, a man is being treated at the hospital after being attacked by a zebra aggressive toward them and other family members. After several as this story develops, we will bring you updates no, on it. No, that's not unedited. This one unedited? ABC Chicago. 
Let's see. Oh, wait. Maybe it is. I don't have to go through the ad here. It has been put down after police say it nearly zebras on the property. Zebras are not considered exotic animals under Ohio law. The injured man was able to walk to an ambulance. Damn it, they didn't show it neither. Crap. All right, well, you guys will have to find it. If you guys find it, put it up there. I'll watch it. Stick that bitch in a smoker. We're eating zebra tonight. Oh, I got a zebra head on my... That's going to hang above my TV. Oh, dude, that is awesome. Other awesome news. Where are all my Raider fans out there? Raiders. We'll talk about this again with uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on Thursday, but I have to do the story. The Las Vegas Raiders have agreed to a deal with Jimmy Garoppolo. Three years, $67.5 million, $34 million, guaranteed. Triple T says, fuck my life. I, 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 I saw this happen yesterday, and I just laughed. A lot of Raider fans thought they were going to get Tom Brady. And I knew that one wasn't going to happen. I, most Raider fans knew that one wasn't going to happen. There are all kind of other names out there. No Raider fan wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. No fan wanted him. No Raider fan wanted him. And I, I find it delicious that he's gone there. I Look, I, I do I think he's better than David Carr? Probably not. I, I think David Carr is going to be fine in New Orleans. He's not going to do great. It's shitty division, so he's going to be fine. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to struggle. He's in a tough division. I mean, think about it. The Chargers are getting better. The uh, the the Chiefs just won the fucking Super Bowl. You can't say anything bad about them. Who else is in that division? Kansas City, Oakland, or Las Vegas, the Chargers. Who else is in there? Why am I why why cannot why can't I think of the fourth team that's in there? It's not Seattle. I gotta look this shit up. Otherwise, I'm stupid. I already am stupid for not knowing this. Uh, let's see. Denver. Oh, yeah, Denver. Denver sucks. Yeah, Denver's not a good team. Zach texted me. By the way, off topic, who's running 98 Rock into the ground with the programming department? Yeah, I don't know. Fired a great show and put in a, a, a new show. Uh, well, looking forward to sh- three more shit-tastic seasons. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it David Carr? I always mess those up. Derek Carr. David Carr was his older brother. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Uh, Arn shouldn't be passed. Uh, he, he can't throw deep. Raiders will have to get yak monsters, receivers. Yeah, I look, look. I understand why they did it. They got a receiver, uh, a new receiver. Raiders signed um, 
New England Patriots free agent Jacoby Myers. They, they signed a new receiver, so you got that going for you. Look here, it could be worse. You could be a Cowboys fan and still have Dak Prescott and paying him $40 million a year. I mean, be happy with what you have. You at least have somebody that's that, that smelled a playoff victory. We'll see. I mean, I mean I, I'm not sold on Carr. I'm not sold on Garoppolo. <laughs> right now, it, the NFL has always been like this, but they always get some good bottom tier, not bottom tier, but second tier quarterbacks that always play above their head. Um, we saw it last year with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy had an amazing run with the Niners. And I, I'm not a Niners fan. He had an amazing run with them. And, and a lot of people, well, it was defense that won. Defense helped, but he still had to put points up. He did a great job. And he, I would never, ever put Brock Purdy, especially being the last guy drafted and the third-string quarterback, as being an elite NFL quarterback because he's not yet. Elite quarterbacks are guys like uh, Joe Burrow, um, what's his name, Patrick Mahomes. There are elite quarterbacks, and then there are the second-tier quarterbacks. And you have elite quarterbacks that turn into second-tier quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Rodgers holding the Jets and Green Bay hostage again. I saw a couple reports yesterday that they said the deal is done, that Rodgers is going to be a Jet. They just need to work out some other financial stuff, but I hear that's actually happening. Uh, Stephanie says, I'm actually impressed with the cuts the Vikings are making. They cut Thielen, who's only ever been a Viking and is from Minnesota. Jeez. Rodgers is a douche with that. Then he will whine. He has no receivers to throw to because they have no clue what to do yet. Yeah. They don't. Look, look. And and look, Aaron Rodgers is going to go, and he's going to help the Jets to maybe a 7-9 and nine record this year. Maybe 8-8. Eight and eight. Cowboys will be 9-7 and seven probably with Dak. Go to the playoffs because we win our shitty division, even though our division was really, really good last year. Still win the division. Go to the playoffs, lose in the first round. That's my life for the remainder of Dak Prescott, is losing the first playoff game. Yeah, his ass will retire by the fifth game. I, I, I see I see Aaron Rodgers walking away. I see Aaron Rodgers getting uh, upset with the Jets and just either getting hurt, faking an injury, but he, he doesn't play many games with them. I mean, come on. The guy's a fucking nut. The guy, the guy paid to spend room and to, to spend time in a dark room. Literally, it has a bed, and then you have to walk like four steps, and then there's the toilet area, but it's all in dark. Oh, V. Coop, I got hammered last night on Twitter for that. Rumor is Bray Wyatt injury is a cover. There's a creative issue. I'll say it now. Bye, Bray. I don't believe this injury. Bray Wyatt is gone. I got Lister Mail about it tomorrow. I'll go more into it tomorrow, but I'm with you, V. Coop, 100%. He's not going to retire the same year Brady does. No, no, he'll retire next year. He'll, he'll walk out fifth game in. Brady's done now because Brady will be the biggest star at the Hall of Fame induction, and Aaron Rodgers wants to be the biggest star at the Hall of Fame induction. 
That's what's going to happen. I, I agree with you totally, Steph. Arnie, on good news, uh, Eagle lost so many defensive players this year, their defense is going to be garbage. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I saw that uh, Kelso, or Kelsey uh, is re-signing with the, uh, the Eagles, the offensive lineman. He and his brother, brother is tied in for the Chiefs. I, li- I, I don't mind him, except that he's an Eagle. Like, I, I, would, I would listen to their podcast, except that he's an Eagle, and I hate him that much, and I hate all Eagles that much. I don't like anybody that played for the Eagles. Nobody. No. All right. All right. So, let's see. We got that. Oh, we got to talk about Tiger. Oh, man, Tiger. I, you know, something about Tiger Woods just... Tiger Woods lawyers dismiss notion that Erica Herman's claims constitute a sexual assault dispute over a sexual harassment dispute amid her lawsuit against Tiger. According to new documents filed, Woods lawyers say that Herman did not allege any sexual harassment or assault claims against the golfer and say the bare reference to the statute without any allegation to support his application to the facts of the case is insufficient to relieve Ms. Herman from her contractual obligation to arbitrate. She's claiming that Tiger did bad stuff to her when they were dating. His lawyer then called it a, um, a transparent abuse of the judicial process that undermines the purpose of federal statute and those whom statutes seek to protect. I'm just going to tell you, whatever lawyer she has, she is no ma- that lawyer is no match for Tiger Woods' lawyer. I still don't know what happened in this, and this is still such a weird story to me. And and uh, you know, Tiger had that terrible accident, and she was there every step of the way, nursing him back to health, nursing him back to being able to play. And he wants to break up with her. Maybe it's because maybe maybe she wanted to get married and Tiger's like, no, I don't want to do that again. And she's kind of forcing on it. So he's like, hey, let's take a trip. I'll meet you at the airport. I got to go handle some golf course business. Okay. And then she leaves and he comes home, changes all the locks, changes all the passwords. And his kids are of age now to where they know something's going on. And he has to say, okay, so Erica's not going to be coming back because she's a crazy bitch. Maybe is what he said. I don't know her. I don't know her from Adam. I don't know what constitute. I don't know what happened in their relationship. But, you know, you date Tiger Woods, you got to sign an NDA. I don't know why. Maybe he's into weird, freaky shit. People who have nothing to hide, hide nothing. He broke up with her because he realized that she's ugly and he's Tiger Woods. Well, here's the thing. You know, there were some unflattering pictures of her at first. She's not a horrible-looking chick. She's She's not his fucking wife. Oh, no, his wife was hot. She had a twin. How do you fuck that up? You're Tiger Woods, and you're dating Eileen Norgren. And she's got a, a fucking identical twin sister. You have you have hit the porno jackpot. 
Oh, man. To be finger cuffed in the sister sandwich like that? Oh, Tiger, how did you blow that? Now, you remember a lot of them chicks, uh, the 18 women that he was sleeping around with, uh, with on his wife, a few of them were ugly porn stars. He didn't get anybody good looking again until Lindsey Vaughn, and then he fucked that up. Dude, she's not even in the, yeah. Jazzman says, morning ass, bit of late start today, pulling out the boat here in Sacramento area to get around. I can imagine. Um, well, this is weird. The initial lawsuit that she filed against him was in October, just months after Woods and Herman were spotted together at the U.S. Open. Huh. I, I would imagine a lawsuit would probably lead you to breaking up. I'm just saying. That probably not good for the relation. I, I'm no relationship expert. But I can probably guess that if you sue your boyfriend over something, he's probably not going to be happy. I, 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 I'm just saying. Just say it. This next story. I just have to shake my head. <clears throat> Black China. You, you, do, do y'all remember this chick? I, I don't know if she was like a, a rapper or what at first, but but somehow she got hooked up with uh, loser Kardashian Rob. You know Rob the loser, Kardashian, and those two got married. Now, do do I think that she loved him? Uh, hell no. Do 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 I think that she she got him, married him, birthed out a baby from him to get part of the Kardashian money? That would be a gigantic. Correct the mundo. Oh, she was a stripper. Okay, even better. Well, she shared multiple videos on Instagram detailing her appointments to remove her ass shots. Also, she's uh, revealed that she's never had a Brazilian butt lift and fully relied on silicone injections. And she's getting her boobs taken out. So all that stuff that she used in the past to get her, her, her fame and her fortune, it's all gone now. Now that she's got, you know, a a hook into the Kardashian money. By the way, she said she's no longer going to wear the stupid nails that she has and, and, and tone it down now. You all have the power to heal your life. Oh, oh, she is she going now by Angela White? Is that her name? She's also deactivating her OnlyFans page for the sake of her two children, ten-year-old son, King Cairo, King Cairo, and six-year-old daughter Dream. King Cairo. Well, King is not you know King's not a bad name. Now is she Black North Vietnam? <laughs> She said on a, a podcast last week, the former stripper turned reality star 
said, it's a dead end. All that stuff is a dead end, and I know I'm worth way more than that. Uh, no, you're not. You, you are what we call the cesspool of the world. You, you are, you give, I, I, I find it to be so amazing and so awesome to watch this progress. This is a woman who did the game. She was a stripper. She found, she found her mark in that idiot Rob Kardashian. And, uh. She got all her money. She got fame and fortune from that. Divorced him. Got child support payments. Got all this money with somebody. And then, oh, now I'm going to take it all out because I'm I'm worth more than that. No, you're not. You're you're garbage. You're flat-out garbage. That's it. She can de-ho herself all she wants, but the internet is forever. All her kids' friends will gladly remind them of that. You know, that's the that's the weird thing. Like, I find it amazing. Like, um, it's not just the internet. I watched the movie um, Lovelace, starring Amanda Seyfried, and she didn't really get naked in it, which that sucked. But it's the story of Linda Lovelace the star of the movie Deep Throat, the greatest-selling porno movie of all time. Came out in the 70s. And she was one of the first actresses to ever deep throat a wiener, and that's why they made it, you know, such a big deal. And the story of the movie was is that her clitoris was in her throat. That That's the story of Deep Throat. Linda Lovelace's husband was the one who made her do that as he also pimped her out on the side, including a, a night where five men took their time with her. Uh, that was after the Playboy screening of Deep Throat when Hugh Hefter had his way with her. Linda Lovelace is probably the most popular porno name of all time, if you think about it. There aren't many. You got Jenna Jameson that's up there. But Linda Lovelace. Linda Lovelace, who made one adult movie and was in the industry for 17 days. She's still a household name. And that was way, way before the internet. Now, I've always thought about this, like, you know, I feel bad for babies that are born to porn stars because, you know, the your mom jokes, we, we, we all know them. I can't imagine that. I, I mean, how rough is it going to be for Jenna Jameson's kids? Oh, sure, mom can tell them and, and start to get them therapy right away. But we all know that kids are the meanest people in the world. Why? Because they tell the truth all the time. And they're fucking mean. And you know kids are going to find this stuff out. PTA meeting, fucking Jenna Jameson shows up. Every fucking dad at that PTA meeting knows who she is. All it takes is one dad to say it a little loud. And by the way, I would imagine that most moms know who she is too. Don't kid yourself, ladies. I know what you do. 
and you let it slip in front of the kid. Oh, she's a porno star. Oh, my God. That kid is going to get on the Internet that you don't monitor, and he's going to find videos of it, and he's going to go to school the next day and shit all over Jenna Jameson's kid. We all know that's what happens. It, it, it's the world that we live in. Even Pam Anderson's son talked about that in the documentary. Yep. Oh, God, yeah. <coughs> I mean, this stuff lives forever. I have a listener mail tomorrow about somebody finding the show, and I'll talk more about it tomorrow. All you got to do is Google people. You Google my name, a lot of shit comes up. Boy, I'm, it's like I'm the ever, the first ever, you know, the trailblazer taking on transgenders. Because all that shit's still up there from fucking 15 years ago. It doesn't go away. And this black China chick needs to realize that shit don't go away. Porno stars need to realize. I, I, I just saw uh, uh, Riley Reed, the porno star. She's like a big-time porno star. I didn't really like her. She didn't have big enough boobs to be a real porn star. Um, but she just got married. But you know what my favorite is? This is my favorite. This is this is my all-time favorite. Is when these chicks get out of the porno industry. And then they let us know how bad the industry really is. And and I sit back and I laugh about it because the video I saw was Lana Rhodes, porn star. And she was, like, the biggest porn star in the world for, like, three years, like, three years ago or whatever, right? And she was talking to she, – she has some sort of podcast now. And uh, she, she she shit out a kid, too, recently. I think it's, uh, like, some basketball player's kid. She shit out a kid and then changed her life. And now she's going on talking about this, talking about how she filmed the scenes where the guy was plugging her in the booty. And, and forced her to throw up in a bowl and then eat the throw up. Now, I've never seen a film like that, nor would I, because I don't find throw up to be sexy. There are people that got their kinks, and yes, I will judge you, but behind closed doors. She's talking about how awful it is and how the therapist has nothing to say to her about it. Well, I- I- if you're doing that and you don't like it, then don't do it anymore. Stop it. Don't take the paycheck. There's a full 45-minute segment on that that whole transgender thing on YouTube. Oh, I'm sure there is. Speaking of 90 Rec, the building on Madison is vacant, uh, and their afternoon music lineup is the same day after day. Yeah. Yeah, I know they moved buildings. I'm not sure where they – I think they're over in Roseville now. I'm not sure exactly where the building is. I, I hate that they left the Madison building. It's a great building. Well, shit, guess I'll be spending my breaks Googling Horny State. So I, I'm there. I'm all over the place. All I said was I throw a shoe at my kid. That's all I said. That's it. Nothing else. No burning at the stakes. No nothing. But hey, like I said, the internet lasts forever. Now, speaking of that, now, let's talk about this. Well, before we talk about this, let's talk about this. Playboy. God bless Playboy. You know, Playboy was that, that the magazine that issued us, or it, it, 
it, it, it kind of guides us into manhood. <clears throat> Lana Rhodes pushed a strawberry out of her ass onto a cupcake. Can't remember if she ate it too. No murders? No, no murders. No, not yet. Playboys has relaunched its magazine on an, a digital first publication because they want to take on OnlyFans. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Playboy, which stopped printing in 2020, has decided, hey, we're going to try this out. Okay, great. Super duper. You're going to have really, really great pictures, I guess, of naked chicks, of boobs, and maybe one or two of, of Bush. Lots of butts, lots of underwear. Okay, it's Playboy. Great. You aren't going to take on OnlyFans. Okay? OnlyFans is going to beat you like a drum. You see, Playboy, you're done. And I hate to tell you that, but you aren't going to hang around like radio. Mainly because radio is still free. That's why radio hangs around. Because radio is free. The internet has beaten you. The internet has beaten all magazines. It's beaten all newspapers. People still go to those because they still have an, a, a, an affinity for the magazines or the newspaper. They have an affinity for reading it, not on their computer. Younger generations, though, are going to say, fuck you. We're going to read everything on the computer or our phones. So Playboy going in and saying, well, we're going to start a digital. So, so what you're doing is you're doing online porn. Okay, I can think of at least a trillion different websites that have you beat already. If people log on to the old internet, they don't want to see still photographs. No, no, no. Uh-uh. They they want to see they 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 want to see they want to see the tuna boat taken to pound town. Okay? They want the money shots. They want strawberries coming out of women's asses. That's why the internet was invented. They want women blowing horses. They want action. They don't want still photography. I'm almost ashamed at my younger self for masturbating to still photography. Thank God the VCR was released at some time near an early age for me. Ooh, Playboy, <laughs> Penthouse, Hustler, Screw, Velvet Magazine. As we called it here in the South, OUI, we did not know that the name of the magazine was We. We just called it OUI. We had all the dirty magazines back then. Celebrity Skin. That was my dad's favorite. I hated that magazine. All it did was clip out, you know, fucking naked shots from movies. Maybe that zebra was like, you ain't sucking me, pal. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe they could be doing online weird shit there. But, hey, you know, congratulations to Playboy for for trying to stay relevant. It's not going to work. Well, I'll be doing a story here in the next few months that Playboy has shut down their website. Why? Because, well, nobody's going to it because people want pornography that's action. Sorry, not sorry. 
Um, now, this is a story about a woman named uh, Allie Ray. She's 38 years old, and she's made more than a million dollars from her OnlyFans page. She's a mother of three and had been a nurse for 15 years. Now, I know nurses get good pay, and I I know they don't make doctor money, but I know they get good pay. They should be paid better. I'll put it that way. But she decided to do a a side hustle and and start an OnlyFans page. And she's making more than a million dollars a year now with the OnlyFans page. But somebody from her office or her doctor's or, or hospital turned her in. And they fired her. Now, here's my question. Here's the question I have. Now, uh, of course, you work in a hospital. You deal with the public. You do your job. Do I think that having an OnlyFans page is smart? Probably not, but it's not like social media. This isn't like, you know, social media where where you just go there willy-nilly, it's free, and you put up wonderful fucking posts that, that people go, what the fuck is this? And we've seen people get fired for posts they made on social media. But isn't there kind of a difference when you have a paywall in front of you? That nobody can just willy-nilly go to their page. You got to go and you got to pay. And she got fired for it. During a time, she got fired three years ago. She got fired during a time where we needed nurses and doctors more than ever. Remember that little thing called COVID? And she got fired for this. Why is it their business what she does in their off time? I mean, it's not hurting a hospital or wherever she, she works. I mean, is there... Am I missing that there's a, like, a, a code of conduct or something like that? That you can't, you know, you can't show... And, and she's a very attractive lady. Um... She was forced to quit her senior neonatal nurse position when co-workers allegedly informed the hospital of her, uh, her saucy work. Despite being forced out of her job, the online star hasn't looked back and stands firm that she's never lived a greater life and she has no regrets. Uh, her and her husband Steve are raking in the cash now, launching their own projects. Morality clause, okay, if there's a morality clause in there, then I can see it happening. And she puts up some saucy pictures. Ooh, there's her in their scrubs just showing off underwear. I mean, I, I, I'm on the Daily Mail, and this is craziness. But, hey, you know, but once again, this is something you're going to have to live with for the rest of your life. I, I, I don't feel bad for her because she's making millions of dollars a year. She's a very smart woman. She's a nurse because you can't be a stupid idiot and be a nurse. Well, there you go. Jealous-ass co-workers, probably ugly-ass co-workers if you ask me. But she does neonatal shit. She was making bank doing that too. 
Probably not a million dollars a year, but hey, show a nipple off once or twice, get a million dollars. Okay. Whatever. Hey, it, it, it's your life. You got to live it. But if there is a mora- morality cause, then what the fuck are you thinking? This is where I, I, I love when it comes to people and they want jobs and they want things that are, are, are nice and they want this stuff. But that stuff comes with a cost, and that cost is the morality clause. Now, I stand by this woman to say, okay, she did this on the side and then she got fired. Okay, the, the hospital had every right to fire her. But I'm asking here, I, I guess this is what I'm asking. If I had a coworker that that was doing OnlyFans and I knew about it, I probably wouldn't tell anybody. I mean, not unless that that person is telling other people and you know it's getting around the where we work, but I'm definitely not going to go to the boss and go, "Uh, excuse me, boss, uh so and so is doing OnlyFans." Can we get them fired? That's gross. Uh, I I don't want to see vagina on my internet. I, 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 uh, she shows areola. That's a little much. Uh, excuse me, uh, human resources. Uh, yes. Um, I may have seen her vulva in a video and, uh, I, that, that's just off putting. Shut up. Just mind your own business. Do your job and go home. But hey, you got a morality clause. You idiot. Morality clause means you can't show off your hoo-ha on the Internet. Some of us had to find that out the hard way. New shows announced at Billy Bob's. Let's see. Marcus King with Meg McCree. I don't like Marcus King. I think he's just sloppy. I won't see him. I think he's even opening up for uh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock is playing in uh, at Dickie's Arena, and I think that guy's opening for him, so no need to go to that show. Clearly, they were poking around on our OnlyFans to know, right? Because, I mean, like, like, like let, let's tell the truth. If you worked in a hospital, you're probably not going around to your coworkers going, here, check out my OnlyFans if you want to masturbate to me. Maybe it was a patient. Oh, my God, you're the chick from OnlyFans. And then, you know, one Gladys, one Karen and Gladys got on their computer. Oh, I heard she was on OnlyFans. Let's type this up. Oh, my Lord. Some coworkers just like seeing others get in trouble or stirring the pot. They're so afraid of their own shortcomings or their fears, they want everyone else to be the same. I had a team lead once who was an uber cunt that got off on getting people fired or in trouble. Meanwhile, acting all sweet and innocent. Cunt. Yeah, you know, that's one thing I got to say. I've never understood, like, intentionally causing pain to people. And I'm not talking about physical pain. I'm just talking about exactly what Ogre was there. There are those people out there that just love to cause drama and shit. I don't have time for all that. I mean, I, I'm glad that they, their shortcomings are, are, are biting them in the ass all the time, but I ain't got time for that. I just, 
That one deserves some some bingo and bells. Uh, where, oh, what happened to my bingo? Whoa. Whoa, bingo's gone? Hold on a second here. Why is bingo gone? I'm going to get through all the different Biden sound effects. Bingo, there we go. Bingo. Yeah, about what Ogre just said, yep. Unbelievable. All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler. Tomorrow we will have listener mail brought to you by our dear friends at JS Floors.
mode I play, and then Hot Mama says, I'm so excited, I'm finally going to see Duran Duran this year. That's awesome! Man, oh man, I'm jealous of you. Hold on a second here. Let's, I want to look something up, because uh, Duran 
Duran Thor. When are they coming to Dallas? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Dallas American Airlines Arena. Uh, Saturday, June 10th. Let's see how much tickets are for that. Because I've never seen Duran Duran. I've seen Depeche Mode. I saw them a long, long time ago. When I was 16 at Six Flags. I love Depeche Mode. Now, all right, let's see. All right. Okay, floor seats are uh, $400. Okay, not sitting on the floor. Uh, first level is uh, $300 all the way around. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, 156 over there. Okay, that's not too bad. Then we get into the uh, 214. Okay, you can't sit there. Okay. 311, nobody's got seats there. Nobody's got seats up in the upper ones. Three, oh, there we go. 309, $150 dollars. Where's the Terrence level? The Terrence level is $66. That's standing room only. Hmm. All right. Probably not going to see them. All right. Depeche Mode. Because I know they're doing a tour this year. Shit, next week they're in uh, Sacramento. Ooh, they're not playing in Dallas? Holy shit. Depeche Mode is playing in San Antonio. Let's see how much tickets are. April 2nd. Not going to go. Wow. <laughs> One floor seat for Depeche Mode in San Antonio is $2,300. Balcony seats, terrible balcony seats for fucking Depeche Mode are $250. Are you out of your fucking mind? Good Lord Almighty. And th- those are two bands I would love to see again. I'd love to see Depeche Mode again. I'd love to see Duran Duran. Because I love their music. Their music was a staple growing up. I mean, they were MTV, Depeche Mode, and Duran Duran. They've been my all-time favorite band since I was nine, and I've never seen them. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for you. That's awesome. I hope you have a great time at that show. I'm sure it'll be good. Trying to think, is there now the only the only thing that I really totally want to see? I know it sounds terrible, but it, it, it's a musical. It's it's on Broadway right now. It's the it's the story of Neil Diamond. I want to see that. Always love your music picks. Great till you make me feel old. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I I don't want to say that, that Guns N' Roses is a classic rock artist, but they are a classic rock artist. Oh, it pains me. It hurts my it hurts my soul. Morning, Arnie. So yesterday afternoon, I turned on the afternoon show here in SAC for a minute. It was so so. Do you know anything about this afternoon show? I know if they are good, they'll just be get fired. <laughs> I need a date. Come to SAC and you can go with me. I wish. Um, I have no idea about this afternoon show. Um, no clue on it whatsoever. Uh, I I I know what happened, you know, with Mikey and Mikey told me, and there's video that, on Mikey's podcast, he and I talking. And from what I understand, this is a show that was hired, kind of buddy system hired. They were hired by their friends. I don't think much of it. And I put it in there, time to make some crank calls, because I'll gladly crank call them. I, I, I don't know what that station is thinking. I, I couldn't tell you. 
I couldn't stand it. The female sounds like Robin from Howard Stern. She looks like Robin from Howard Stern, too. Um, I, I just... Here's the thing. is Sacramento is a very, very... This is what I love about the Sacramento market so much is how loyal they are to their shows. And even... When, I had to find that out the hard way. When we first, When we first came to Sacramento, we were hated. Absolutely, positively hated. Our second phone call, and I I will never forget this. Our second phone call, I I used to always say, what up, dog, to everybody. Because at that time, that was a cool phrase. Sorry, I just need to breathe. And I would say that to everybody, right? Every time, I'd be like, what up, dog? The second call that, that was made, I said, what up, dog? The guy goes, dude, why are you acting black? And I was like, what, white people can't say that? He goes, I absolutely, positively hate you. And they hung up. We were literally on the air for 38 seconds. 38 seconds we were on the air. And a guy called up and said how much he hated us. And then we, we decided to put our heads to the, you know, heads down and just work. And we did, and we went over the market. Why? Because we were good. That's why. Simply stated, if you're good, you'll win that market over. If you're not good, that market will fucking spit you out. And I've seen it happen a number of times. And that market, this is why I love, and this is why I still love broadcasting, especially to Sacramento, is because the people get it. They get what the radio show was about. There was no need to change the radio show ever. There's no reason to change anything up. People like what they like, and they got good numbers for it. And 98 Rock, with no fault of their own. Look, the pandemic hurt radio stations, especially pussy radio stations that didn't let their people come in. Uh, That show was an upgrade from the Rise Guys. Thank you. But the Rise Guys were extremely popular for a long time. I'm not going to take anything away from them. They've said plenty of bad, disparaging things about me, and I just say, well, you could have saw my bank account. You wouldn't say anything either. Um, I've met a few of the Rise guys. They seem like they were kind of nice to me. Don't care. Hey, it, it is what it is. They're going to be mad that we took their jobs, rightfully so. Get ratings. That's why I tell all radio, when, when radio people ask me what the success of our show was, A, we had an amazing chemistry, the three of us, and we were good. And when you have amazing chemistry and you have talent and you have people that, that work hard, everybody will say that, that hard work outshines talent. In some cases it does, but when you have talent and you're hardworking, nobody can beat you, and nobody did beat us. And I'm very proud of that. And it can sound like I'm bragging and I don't give a shit because all those second and third tier shows can kiss my ass because I worked my ass off on that show. Other people on that show worked their ass off by stealing mainly from me, but that's a whole different topic. But we worked hard. And and that afternoon show or that damn show, I knew the guys on that show and I know how hard they worked at. The reason why the dog, the dog pound, that shitbag show that, that I worked on, the only reason why that show ever got to number one, and I'll gladly say it because I've had general managers say it, I've had program directors say it, I've had music directors say it. The only reason why that show ever made number one was because of me. Why? Because of my fucking hard work and talent. 
I had a Hall of Fame radio career already. And I went to that the, the afternoon show. Show started at 3. I showed up every day at 10 to write and get that show ready. The show was a four-hour show. I was there five hours early to prep, and I prepped the night before, too. And when I went away, what happened? They lost their number one show. Kind of like another show. But this new show, I don't know what their work ethic is. I don't know anything about them. If they're hard workers, they'll be fine. If not, well, they're going to shit the bed. Uh, in all honesty, I was glad, so glad you guys came on board because the Rise guys were talentless, unfunny jerk-offs who should have talked less and played music more. I gave that show 10 minutes yesterday. It was a Wish version of your old show. Oh, Jesus, that's bad. 98 Rock needs Pat Martin back. Uh, Pat's doing fine doing mornings over on the Eagle. And I tell you what, Pat Martin, I, I, I wish Pat Martin would get out of that building. I just wish Pat would. He deserves so much better. He really does. Pat Martin, you want to talk radio, you, you legends, Pat Martin, top of that list. I will, I was, I will for always, always say Pat Martin is the greatest radio broadcaster I ever worked with. And I worked with a lot of good people. But Pat, second to none. Uh, all right, enough about shitty radio shows that, that will not survive. Um, and by the way, let me, let me, uh, why would you want, here's the thing, why would anybody want to be on terrestrial radio? <coughs> <coughs> Pardon me. I don't know why you'd want that. I mean, are you setting the tone for a future podcast? Is that what you're doing? Because that's not what we did. We, we were on the air because we wanted to be on the air because we were good. In today's world, though, you can't say anything because you'll upset people. You can't be funny because people get their feelings hurt. I mean, I just did a story yesterday about a fucking comedy club that's been opened in Austin by Joe Rogan that's supposed to be a feelings-free place. Why is it that a comedy club, why is it that we have to make a big announcement that there's a comedy club that actually does comedy? Stand-up comedians will no longer tour college campuses. Just for the simple fact that those kids are all whiny crybabies and they get butt hurt over every fucking joke. Oh, I'd love to play a college campus. Oh, interrupt me. Oh, come on. Bring it on, nerd. Oh, I will be all over you like shit on rice. I'm sorry, like white on like white on a fly. No, it messed both those up. Shit. But yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't know why people would want to be on the air today. Um, outside of the internet. I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Joe Biden, uh, we, we we got another story from him. It just rolled in is going to announce an executive order on guns to move U.S. as close to universal background checks as possible and crack down on dealers during a visit to Monterey Park mass shooting site. Zach just texted, still confused how dog shit and jerk-off got the morning gig. Well, I think jerk-off, I think, I think, I think that there's a little hoopty-doopty going on between the GM and dog shit. But that's just me. If we'd have a budget, I'd bring you, buddy. <laughs> yep. 
Yep, Joe, you are one. What a stupid son of a bitch. He really is because he's going against, or he's going, he's going to try to sign this without Congress. When is, when is this this president, or when is this administration going to realize that being president is really kind of only a figurehead position? Yeah, it's a big figurehead position, but you don't really make any laws. You can veto shit, and that's about your power is to say no. Look, he's tried to fast-track shit before into law, and it's ended up egg on his face. I mean, this guy must love egg on his face. I like eggs in my belly. Whether they're poached, they're fried, they're they're ham-hocked, I don't don't give a fuck. I like eggs in me, not on me. I, I will happily say this until the day I die, that Joe Biden is the worst president in United States history. And I know that's no stretch. And I'm talking about all the presidents that had slaves. No ham and eggs, goddammit, Sanchez family. Steak and eggs, yes. Ham and eggs, no. This comes because Biden wants to, he showed up where 11 people were shot and killed on January 21st. Gunman Who Can Tran opened inside the Star Ballroom studio, by the way, using a gun that is illegal to purchase in this country. So why is it that you're you're, you're going, and, and this is the one question that I, I wish, I truly do wish someone would answer this for me. Um... Why do we continue to punish the innocent? And by innocent, I mean the lawful gun owners of this country. What they're trying to do is they're trying to get rid of people buying guns at gun shows. We've all seen the ads for these gun shows. I don't know if you've ever gone to one. I've gone to a couple. I'm not a gun guy, but I, I wanted to see this. I was, I was actually trying to buy uh, an out-the-front switchblade knife when I went to the gun show that I went to in Reno. And uh, they were way too expensive. They were crazy expensive. I didn't get one, but I walked around, and I looked at all the stuff and the holsters and the guns and things and people buying and trading guns and doing all that kind of stuff. And those people are all legal gun owners. Those people know the Second Amendment. They know the laws when it comes to guns. Gun people, it's like when you have a conversation with somebody who knows marijuana. I've talked about this a lot on the show. When you meet somebody who knows a lot about weed, when I say they know a lot about weed, they're like a fucking scientist when it comes to weed. Gun people are the same way. Gun people know guns. I don't know guns. I'm a very pro-gun advocate. I do not own any guns. Probably a good thing I don't own any guns. Probably a great thing that I don't own any guns because lots of people would be shot by now. 
and I'd be spending lots of time in Pelican Bay because that's where I'd, they would send me. I would be a bad gunner. Why do we continue to, to punish law-abiding citizens? Because that's all these laws do. They make it harder for law-abiding citizens to purchase guns. I think the seven-day wait is the most unconstitutional thing that we have going for us today. And certain states have that in place where you can't buy a gun. Like, you can't go in the store, buy a gun, and walk out. you got to wait seven days. Now, I know that's mainly for handguns, but I still think that's stupid. If people want to buy guns, let them buy guns. Now, and, and uh, Biden's going after revoked FFL dealers and stopped them from conducting business. That's already illegal. What the fuck? Yeah. Michigan with dim state house, Senate and governor are about to make up new rules for guns here. Nothing which would have done anything for the latest shooter since they're using that as the new reason for passing these laws. I would go to say that anti-gun people, the Democrats, if you will, they love it when these stories happen. They love it when there's a nightclub shooting. Why? Because it can further their agenda of getting rid of legal guns. I'm not kidding when I tell you this, and, and a lot of people will say, oh, you're just being shock value here. I don't think so. I think that the legislators and people who are anti-gun, they want to come to your house and they want to take your guns. That's what they want to do. They want to take legal gun owners' guns. And I, I, I always refer back to the famous story after Hurricane Katrina happened in one of the parishes down in Louisiana. You remember that? Hurricane Katrina, terrible. And the constable or the mayor of that parish, I don't know what they're called in parishes because I believe in cities, not parishes, but that's a whole other story. They declared martial law. And when you declare martial law, you have to turn in your guns. That's part, it's it's following the rules. You have to go and turn in your guns. And what happened was, is that the sheriff of that parish went to legal gun owners' homes and collected their guns that they had registered. I wouldn't mad. Hey, look, police show up at my house and I got a bunch of registered guns. I'd be like, yeah, they were stolen last week. Sorry. I, I, I would look at them and go, sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. Yeah, we don't have any guns. Um, and what happened? They collected all these legal residents' guns. They put them in the evidence room, which, by the way, then was flooded. So all those guns, collectible guns, guns of value, Maybe some Civil War antiques because those are registered and those are guns. And a lot of people that are gun people can get those to fire again. Why? Because they're gun people. They know their shit. They were all lost in a flood. All these guns they collected. And you know what happened the next month? The next month, they did a report on the news that crime in that parish went up 3,000%. That's 30 times the number of, 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 of broken laws that happened from month to month. Why? Because bad guys can watch the news too, stupids. Um, 
all my guns got lost in Katrina. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I would say that if they if the police came knocking on, I'm sorry, I lost them in the flood. We don't have them anymore. Go to the next house because I'm not giving up my guns. I know that martial law has been ordered, and I, I don't really agree with martial law because you had a bunch of idiots. Let, let, let's go back in time, shall we? Th- this is the stupidity, and I, and I really do mean this, and I, and I hope that somebody takes offense to this. I remember when Hurricane Katrina happened. I remember I was watching. I was glued. It's hurricane coverage. Of course I'm glued to it. And I was watching it also because I knew I was going to Austin the next week to go to the first game of the season against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, which Longhorns won 65-3. Vince Young had over 100 yards rushing. Cedric Benson had over 100 yards rushing. Or no, Cedric wasn't on the team that year. Oh, we had another running. It might have been. Oh, no. It, oh, it was number 10. And then we had, uh, had uh, this big guy who turned into a defensive lineman. He had a 98-yard rush. We could have had three guys with 100 yards rushing, but they never gave Henry Melton, that's the guy's name, Henry Melton the ball again. Yeah, I remember watching this, and I remember watching the people in Louisiana wade through the streets, wade through a, a shopping center, as they're taking flat-screen TVs out of stores. The people were rioting and looting that were in there. They were Maybe not rioting, they were mainly looting. And I'm sitting there, and I look at this guy carrying this big flat-screen TV. You know, he's waist-deep in water. And I think to myself, hey, dummy, where are you going to watch that? And did you get the remote? I mean, I asked the hard-hitting questions because y'all didn't have no damn power. How are you going to watch the TV? Stupid. And by the way, when I saw that on TV, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm keeping my guns because if these motherfuckers try to come to my neighborhood, I'm putting a blast on them. But once again, you legal gun owners, get ready. More laws getting in your own way. I just saw a video, and I, I guess these people are mad that everything all everywhere all at once won the Academy Awards because a group of what they called a wolf pack of kids in New York City. Hold on. New York City! Not appropriate. Went and ransacked some Chinese restaurant. Why would you do that? See, this is where we need legal gun owners. I still haven't heard a story. I think it's going to be a few months still that that, that patron in, in Houston at the taco place who blasted that fool who was trying to rob the place. Fuck yeah. Give that guy the key to the state. Those two black New Orleans uh, female officers were also caught by a news reporter all looting local Walmart stores. I never saw that, but uh, it, it, the the insanity of it all. The lineup for Aftershock has been released. Better sell a kidney for tickets because tickets will be pricey. What? Ooh, it's been released? Hold on a second here. I know that Sunday is is Guns N' Roses. Shock. Today the lineup? All right, here we go. Let's see. I'll look up tickets, too. 
There we go, Aftershock. Be the first to know. I don't want to be the first. I, I just want to know right now. who's. All right, here we go. Uh, on Thursday, Incubus, Avenged Sevenfold, and Turnstile. Ooh, the Colt? Holy shit, the Colt's there? I'd go see the Colt. Uh, all right, that's the only band worth the shit seeing on Thursday. Friday, Godsmack, Tool, Limp Biscuit. Oh, that's a good night. Holy shit. Megadeth, Coheed, Cambria, Skillet, Bad Omens. All right. And a bunch of other shitty bands. Saturday night, Pantera, Corn, and 311, along with Corey Taylor, too. Not bad. And this, uh, Sunday is the worst night, except that Guns N' Roses is there. Queens of the Stone Age, they suck. Guns N' Roses, Rancid, Daughtry. Daughtry. All right. So I, I would go for the cult, Limp Biscuit, and Guns N' Roses. I, I, I would only need, like, let's see how much passes are. Weekend VIP tickets. All right. Let's see. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> fuck you in the butt. $720 for four-day VIP with a fee of $138. I want to I I see what the... I'm not a robot. I just want to see uh, real quick if that, if that fee is added on. If that fee is added on... I'm not a fucking robot. I, I'm clicking all the damn boxes. Submit. Searching for tickets. No, checkout. Let's go to checkout. Oh, I don't want to put my email in there. Is that is that $900? Literally, is that $900 for a ticket? You've got to be kidding me. Wow. Wow. Nope, not worth it. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, Tool is on Friday. They're the second headliner. They're behind Godsmack. They'll be before Godsmack, but after Limp Biscuit. I'm so glad I do not attend concerts anymore. I can buy a new guitar and amp for that kind of scratch and make music myself. This is why I miss working in radio, because I know I would have had full fucking passes to this. Oh, I would have... Let me tell you, it, I asked earlier why, why people would want to work in radio. This is why. Oh, I'd be, I'd be so happy if I was working this. Because Thursday I would show up just to watch the cult and then I'd leave. I would show up, do, do my job on Friday, and watch Limp Biscuit and leave. Saturday I would just be there for the fans. Be there hanging out all day. It'd be a lot of fun to watch people. And then Sunday, I'd just show up for Guns N' Roses. Wow. I'm dumbfounded. Good, uh, great lineup. I got. I can't, can't knock the lineup. The lineup's great. Minus all the shitty bands are on before, but ain't no way I'm paying $720 and a $138 service fee. Wow. Wow. 
All right, let's talk about something different here. Let's talk about the uh, the newer generation, the youngsters, if you will, if this story comes up. I don't know why my computer's acting like a dick lately. All right. So I guess some youngster went on TikTok and is bitching and moaning about job applications and what jobs are out there for young people. So uh, I'm going to play this this scallywag and watch this shit. In my day. Okay, it starts off normal. Uh, looking for a server for a fun, fast-paced, unique bar restaurant. Must be sober on the job. Be calm in a fast-paced environment. Okay. Must be sober on the job. Why does a restaurant have to put that in the qualifications? Must be sober on the job. Then it goes on to this huge paragraph, and it starts with, Please do not apply if you have no sense of humor or can't handle skillful sarcasm. Have no alarm clock, oversleep, have a cell phone battery that dies constantly, preventing you from contacting us. So what they mean is don't be, uh, don't be so fucking thin-skinned to where you're going to cry over everything. And we want you to show up at work on time with no excuses. Get friends ride to work later than we start work. Call in sick with an excuse because you party too hard the night before your shift. Experience flat tires every week and suddenly become deathly ill on Coachella and Splash House weekends. You will not last if you want to score social points with a cute patron by giving away food and beverage on our dime with our inventory. Do not apply if you think you'll need nights off because your grandma poisoned you with her ham again. Or your band has a gig and you need weekends off because your favorite roller derby has made it to the finals. It's ski season. You accidentally got on a plane to Vegas. You haven't surfed in a while. And you have a headache after going to too many garage sales. You woke up in a good mood and didn't want to ruin it. You've been at the casino all night and still have money to play with. You ordered takeout that is late and you have to be home to accept slash pay for it? What? You've locked your yourself in the house by mistake and there are no windows to crawl out of. Or if you want to work a few weeks before you go on your European, in quotes, vacation. We are a team-oriented environment, so you need to work well as part of a team, okay? <laughs> Please steer clear if you suffer from trauma-drama syndrome, as our team is not willing to join your circus and manage your flying monkeys. <laughs> oh my God. Last but not least, big egos, grumpy introverts, reactive and bad attitudes at individuals una unable to accept the fact that you get paid to work need not apply. Call or text Claudia for more details. This sounds like an amazing place to work, doesn't it? Call or text Claudia for more details. That's the younger generation right there. You have to tell them not to show up to work drunk. You have to tell them that when they come to work, they're supposed to work. Um, I hold no hope for the future. Zero. And this girl is, is this girl is upset by it. Oh, that sounds like a wonderful place to work. Yeah, a place you actually have to work. They could have boiled that job posting down to no millennials or Gen Z wanted. Amen to that. What, what what do you think you're supposed to do at work? You ain't supposed to hand out. She got really upset when it was like talking about not handing out free food. 
You can't hand out free food. That food ain't free. Somebody paid for that food. That's the company that you're working for. And when you give it away, you're stealing from the company. They expect me to work. How dare they expect me to work? Uh, I, I, I mean... Holy mother of Jesus! I, I don't even know what to say anymore. Because I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. And here's the sad part about what's going to happen is that all of y'all kind of know it too. Nobody said it better than Red Foreman when he told Eric it's work, not zippity G fun time or however he put it. Yeah. Um, well, that was the 70s, Ogre. And you know this. And, and, and Ogre, I, I don't worry about your children whatsoever. I don't worry about any of the ass family children. I really don't because if you listen to this show, I'm sure you've kicked your kids in the ass a few times. What I'm worried about is the people that see this video and go, right on. How dare they expect our children to work at work? And instead, what we're going to get is we're going to go through a time, and this time is about now in the next five to ten years, get ready for absolute terrible customer service. Get ready for people not willing to do their jobs that they're hired for. When, 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 when you're a, that was for a server job or a waiter, waiter job or a waitress job, I don't know. By the way, um, that job is one of the tougher jobs to do because you have to deal with society. And society isn't fun. You get a bunch of assholes in society. And you know what? You can't react to them. But see, this younger generation thinks it's their right to react to them. Can you imagine sending a bowl of soup back with this girl and she gets it wrong because she got it wrong to begin with? (sighs) You get a big huff like that. What I think I'm going to start seeing in the future is workplaces putting up with this because they need the employees. And you're gonna, I, I, I really don't want to see this because I think this would be the downfall of restaurants, but it wouldn't surprise me. When you hire people like this girl at restaurants, bad things happen. And we're not talking like a good restaurant. We're, we're, we're talking like Chili's and Applebee's. So if you, st- if you still like go to Chili's and Applebee's, get ready for this kind of service is that they aren't going to, when, when you tell them, uh, I need to send this back, the girl's going to go, well, that's not my job. Well, yeah, it is. And when you tell them it's their job, they're going to get all kind of fucking, um, all kind of attitude with you. Well, why don't you send it back there? I'd gladly walk it back to the, uh, and go, hey, y'all fucked up my steak. And I'm going to sit here and watch you cook my fucking steak now. Because I don't want no pubic hair on there. I don't know, want no dandruff on there. I don't want no fucking, you know, ball juice on my steak. All I want for you is to simply do your job. I've come here. I'm willing to pay money. I'm not asking for the world. I'm asking for a steak to be cooked medium rare to rare, a baked potato with everything. 
That's all I'm asking for. That's it. Is that asking too much? Because if it is, then you're in the wrong place. And sadly, now I'm in the wrong place because I will never go to your restaurant again. Not that I would ever order a steak from Applebee's or Chili's. But I, I see that happening. Zach says, I went to McDonald's a week ago, and the kid who made my food forgot the meat and my burger, and the manager's saying it's his second day. Doesn't matter. There's no excuse for that. It's a hamburger. If you ordered a hamburger and they forgot your meat, the kid should be fucking kicked back to mopping floors. Get off the fry detail. You shouldn't be manning the fryers on your second day. And, Ogre, you're right. When you send your food back, they'll scream you're a racist. Absolutely they will. I've never seen a generation more excited to go on break than this generation. They will fuck it, and, and they look it up. They're like the, the marijuana and gun people. And I, I've always left out car people. Car people are geniuses, too, when it comes to cars. But they will look over their rules, and they will say, I've worked here for seven and a half hours. I get a 15-minute break, according to Union Bylaw 72111. They'll know that shit. God forbid you take their break away from them. God forbid you ask them to work a minute into their break. See, back in the day, back in the day, if you were working and your break came up, yeah, you'd have to take your break, but if you were in the middle of a project, guess what you did? You finished the project. Not today. Oh, it's break time. Set everything down. But wait, I can't set everything down. It, 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 this needs to continue. Well, it's my break. My friend once ordered a steak at Applebee's, and it was actually pretty good. I'll give them due credit. All right. Well, hey, you want to do that? Go ahead. I ain't gonna. I, I don't like Applebee's to begin with. That's just me, though. Rick Flair's on tomorrow. Sweet. I don't know why he's on. He's on some podcast that I'm not on. So fucking. All right. Jesus Christ. A nursery school is under fire for advising parents to not call daughters pretty or princess. You've made my day. I mean, I can call kids ugly now. Holy shit. That's fantastic. Oh, I love it. Don't call your daughters pretty. Fantastic. Can I can I get, mention that to other kids too? They, I shouldn't call them pretty. Entry-level employees here at my job have to work their asses off. We hire about 30 a month, 50%, can't cut it. It's a stressful job, long hours and weekends. They get paid well, though. And, 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 and I hope that company stays the same way, Triple T, because, look, that's a part of being – the more you get paid, the harder you're going to have to work. I'm sorry. That's just a reality of life. Try asking millennials to work overtime. They just start crying. And then, you know what's so funny about that, Ken Dog, is you're right about that when you need them to come in. But when they need extra money, boy, they are willing to do anything and everything. Oh, can I get some overtime? Can I get this money? Because I need to buy Aftershock tickets. I, I, I guarantee you, if you own a business right now and you got a bunch of millennials working for you, boy, for the next few weeks, these kids are going to be nice as shit to you. 
They're going to do their job. In Sacramento, this would be the week to go out and eat. Because all these dipshits want to buy their fucking aftershot tickets, and for $900, they're going to have to do some good work. Most are fresh out of college. Oh, so they, they're entitled then. Oh. Man, if you get to fire them, Triple T, you need, you need to let a guest firer come in. I will happily come in and fire people. Parents in the U.K. were left outraged after a nursing school chain sent out a handbook urging parents not to call their daughters pretty. They obviously have a very left-wing views, they say, in the terms of gender politics, and they think they're entitled to tell parents how to address their daughters and what to teach them about their bodies. Bright Horizons uh, parents received what is being described by the British media as a woke handbook advising parents to steer clear of gendered language and not to praise their children for good behavior. You know, know, I'm just going to stop. I'm not even going to read that story anymore because I heard a story about, um, what's her name? Uh, Maya Bialik. You know that ugly bitch? Maya Bialik Blossom was also uh, uh, Sheldon's girlfriend on Big Bang. I didn't really like her. uh, I hated Blossom. I thought that was the stupidest show ever. I didn't mind her too much on Big Bang Theory because the ensemble was great. She was just a turd on there. I know that she, like, co-hosts Jeopardy now, and a lot of people don't like her, and I wouldn't like her either. Um, She talked about raising her kids. And, look, you can raise your kids any way you want to. I I don't give a fuck. But she goes on TV, and she starts talking about this and advising people what. She doesn't teach her kids to say thank you. She doesn't believe that kids should be taught thank you, that, that, that thank you is something that they should pick up on their own. That's your job as a parent. And it's real, real easy. Look, look. Parenting is the hardest job in the world, but... Do your fucking job. We don't force them to say thank you. She said, we don't force them to say thank you or please. That kid better not come to my motherfucking house. Kid, I make that kid some food and that kid don't say thank you to me. What out? Mr. Arnie, can I please get another Dr. Pepper? Absolutely. You got to ask that shit. See, this is something kids aren't going to learn on their own. Why? Because kids are shitbags. It's up to you, the parent, to guide them. And I ain't got a problem with people that call their daughters pretty. I ain't got a problem with people who call their daughters princesses. Oh, you're starting this unreal world. So then we should tell the girls never to dream about their weddings then? Also, because that's all make-believe and fairy tale too? Boy, this woke parenting is going to ruin children. I watched Blossom for the neighbor girl six. I don't remember her. I just know that I saw a couple episodes and it was trash. Fuck you, Maya. They're never going to learn then and look like assholes until they figure it out. You don't say please or thank you. They become spoiled, entitled assholes who think everyone else is beneath them. You say please, thank you, hold doors for anyone, rich or poor, strong or weak. It's called being a polite, you dumb snatch. And yet again, correct the mundo. 
I have a policy in my life, my own personal policy. I don't care if you're a man, a woman, a Chinese, a Japanese, you're black, you're Mexican, you're one of the cans, you're a Puerto Rican, a Jamaican, I, I, I don't, an African, I don't care what it is. If I'm walking out of a store and I see someone that's uh, getting out of their car and walking in, I will hold the door open for them. Why? Because of exactly what Ogre said. It's the polite thing to do in society. And nine times out of ten, especially here back home, I hear a thank you. And I, I always reply with either yes, ma'am, or yes, sir, no matter how old they are. Now, I know that I'm a lot older than some of the people I hold doors open for, but I say yes, sir, and yes, ma'am to them. You know why? Because I'm polite. The, the exterior of me is polite. It's until you fuck up the politeness. And I will never, ever, and the reason why I do that is for me. It's for me. I am being true to myself by holding that door open. I'm not one of these people that will chase people down for a thank you, because there's been plenty of times where people don't say anything, and I, and I don't go, well, you're welcome. I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. Get away from the, you're welcome. Get away from being the asshole because that's what you are at that moment. You're doing it for you. Um, six was hot. Six was pulling Bukaki trains with Blossom's brothers. Why do you think Joey Lawrence said, whoa? Holding the door open. Good job. All right, I don't need to be told that, but thank you. Stink Fist, his name was Jenna Von Oy. Her name, oh, her name is Jenna Von Oy. Okay, good. Uh, see, my wife and I uh, fight about this. I don't say please, but I say thank you. She hates that I don't say please. Why don't you say please, Fred? What's wrong with the word please? Brady Kid likes to give me a hard time uh, about getting stuff. She works at a grocery store down the street. And every once in a while, I'll have things that I'd like her to pick up because we're running out of. And she deems it my demand list. Oh, it's hysterical. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, my demand list, which I have never demanded anything. And I always say please, and I go over the top with the thank yous when she does bring me my stuff. Hopefully, she'll be bringing me my chocolate milk today. We'll see. But I always say please and thank you. There's nothing wrong with the word please or thank you. That's it. Nothing wrong with calling your kid a princess or a prince or your little king, your little lee. Nothing wrong with that. Stop it. I got your demand list item. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. My demand list. As if I would do something. Um, all right. We'll do two more stories here real quick. Fucking dad of the year here. We have a dad of the year here. I never said there was anything wrong with the word. I just never picked that up uh, to do it every time. It's a defect I have, and that's my fault. Okay, well, hey, Fred, that's great. Then start saying please. It's easy. Hey, could you please get me something to drink out of the refrigerator? That's easy. But at least you still say thank you, so that's good. We got you halfway there, Fred. 
By the way, Brady Kid, thank you for picking up my demand item. I appreciate it. Um, Minnesota is the dateline. A guy walks into a Minnesota police station covered in blood. Levi Axtell drops to his knees and confesses to beating Lawrence Scully to death with a shovel. But not before finishing him off with a moose antler. Where he finished him off with a moose antler is unclear. Scully was, in fact, uh, convicted of molesting a six-year-old girl in 1979. That makes him worthy of shame and ridicule for the rest of his days. However, the report doesn't state if there was another incident. Axtell and Scully had a long history of beef, and Axtell accused Scully of stalking and attempting to groom his then-toddler daughter at her daycare by parking his van at the facility. There have been recent allegations against Mr. Scully. However, the sheriff's office claims that they didn't reveal anything. Axtell, after his confession, was arraigned for second-degree murder. Why second, not first? Um, Scully with his daughter, had Axtell caught Scully with his daughter, his reaction to the convicted pedo was understandable. Maybe not in the same legal sense, but in a street justice sense. So, oh, this guy's going to go to jail. But he is going. He is going to be held up high in jail. In jail, they hold up two people, two two different crimes. They hold up high. Sadly, police killings. They hold them up high. And if you kill a child molester, and this guy beat him to death with a shovel, before finishing him off with a moose antler. Death by moose antler that was not attached to said moose. Boy, that is a way to go right there. And if we go back to that story from earlier, we're going to have plenty of moose antlers around when we start killing off the meese in the world to help climate change. I stabbed him with a moose antler. Boy, that's a way to go. Scully, remember when I said he'd kill you last? I lied. Hashtag uh, commando, Brett. Desert runner. Uh, all right. Last story here. Oh, this is a good one, too. <laughs> you know, they're stupid, and then there's just a whole other level of stupid. And I got to say, this is on that whole other level of stupid. This is about Bronx teacher Mercedes Lariano. Um, Bronx teacher used her Department of Education email address to pursue sexual endeavors. Sending out emails soliciting threesomes and exchanging salacious pictures. Um, The pictures included images of her vagina and a woman's buttocks. Voluptuous hot AA female searching for dominant couple W4MW In two of the emails she asked so what are you going to do and refrain from doing I asked because us I asked for us we both need to be happy and I want to please you too Have you actually done a threesome before All on her 
emails from work using her Department of Education email address. Uh, SCI Commissioner Anastasia Coleman, who composed the report, uh, indecent photographs were exchanged, and one of the emails can uh, of a picture of vagina and woman's buttocks. Though the accused Mercedes Mercy Liriano has denied the allegations, the SCI is commenting on the Department of Education, put an issue code on her personal life. Liriano's initial claim to fame was her instrumental role in removing the white principal uh, for accusations of racism. And now this gal's just throwing her puss out around everywhere in the Bronx school system. Fantastic. Oh, man. All right, that's going to do it today. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler. Um, <laughs> please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? You are in there. So until tomorrow, uh, ask family, have a fantastic Tuesday. And adios, everybody. If you leave me, I won't miss you. And I won't ever take you back. Girl, your memory won't ever haunt me Cause I don't love you and I feel by that I got some oceanfront property in Arizona From my front porch you can see the sea I got some oceanfront property Yeah.
to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at arnieradio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.